0: Hi, my name is Sean Linden. I'm the writer and director of uh, Hunter Hunter, and you are listening to the Horror Squad podcast.
1: podcast episode number 195 tonight we're talking about 2012's Paranorman, which is our first animated feature uh, we're going to cover on the show as our main attraction i'm one of your co-host todd we have sam joe and steve girl and boys how are you doing spooky
2: spooky spooky fantastic
1: yeah fantastic
2: fantastic yes you know it's october now Sam and I went downtown this uh, weekend, very first October in Salem, and it was pretty crazy. Uh, it's been to pretty be, busy to be expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it's amazing. I was telling this to Sam, it's like amazing how the switch just like turns on. Like it's just like no one, and then all of a sudden, it's just like someone flicks on a light switch and then it's just like people everywhere. Uh, And it's, it's pretty amazing. Like it's, it's cool. Like, but it's insanity at the same time, especially like as someone who's like goes down there, like we go down there pretty frequently just about every weekend. And like, it's, it's a bit jarring because like you can't get in like we had to actually wait to go to breakfast the other day (laughs) uh so you know it's a bit of an annoyance i guess but like i love it at the same time because i just love like the people watching and i love just like the atmosphere that october brings so i don't know sam what do you think
3: um no opinion
2: no
1: opinion okay can you get out of your apartment or is it struggle to get out there too
2: um, on the weekends, you're better off not driving whatsoever or else you're not going to get very far, you know, so we walk everywhere.
1: I don't know about you guys. I'm finished uh, Halloween decorating, but I got to say my spirit like was terrible this year.
3: No, um,
1: I didn't think I waited like it's like 30 days till halloween or whatever oh so your like,
3: actual spirit location i meant spirit, your, yeah, yeah. I thought you no. meant halloween spirit
1: no, no 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 it's still going strong no the spirit halloween store was like terrible it was like basically the day, day after sales stock wise like no animatronics they're all missing or sold um all like cheap costumes from last year marked down and stuff like that so i was severely disappointed with my store this year it's a bummer
2: it's a bummer we've only been to one spirit uh, so far actually no maybe two i can't remember but yeah i mean they haven't had like a lot of the stuff i've been looking for so i'm right there with you on it but i don't know like i heard they were having some issues this year with shipping and stuff like that so maybe yeah, the,
1: the COVID excuse
2: yeah i mean maybe yeah. stuff will start like you know trickling in the closer it gets to halloween
0: i don't know we'll see People like steve that keep like yeah. buying everything <laughs> you guys are just doing it wrong the trick is you go in early you befriend everyone who works there. Then they text you and you get first shot at everything. Um, one thing I heard online is that a lot of the spirits, including mine, for example, only got one shorty animatronic and are not getting another one. And I got the one on my store because they all know me. They knew I wanted it. So that, that that's the trick. So for you Halloween shoppers out there, go in the first few days, befriend all the managers and everything. Just, you know, talk about horror and stuff. They're usually pretty big horror fans and you get everything you want. So I got everything I wanted this year. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> uh,
2: Todd, where's the place we got those animatronics from like a couple um, of years ago for like 75? Was it Party City? No, uh, I want to
1: say it was Halloween City.
2: Halloween City. But I haven't See? seen one i haven't either yet um but they i've seen some pictures pop up of the michael myers animatronic Mm -hmm. that they have this year and it's actually like legit like it looks really good like compared to like spirits from like last year or two years ago that that looks like dog shit yeah Yeah. the one they got this year actually looks solid like i was yeah
1: it's been my favorite the last few years is that one Mm -hmm.
2: yeah it's it's been it looks really really good this year um, for like an animatronic, you know, usually the yeah. animatronics don't look great, but I know that, the, I mean, the shorty one, uh, I'm, I really want. That one looks awesome. How tall is it, Steve? Like four feet and five feet? It's a, yeah, like
0: five feet tall. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I need it. Okay. Right. He's super awesome. Um, actually, I showed him on stream because uh, Todd and I did the very first uh, Discord Horror Squad Podcast Book Club um, review And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So thank you everyone who dropped by the stream. Uh, It was really good discussion between everyone. And uh, that was a
1: great time. That was a super great time. So uh, if you're just joining us, we talked about Grady Hendrix, um, the final Girl support group, a little love letter to slashers, and we gave everybody a month to read it. And we had a live stream. It was fun. So if you're interested in the next book, it's actually Steve's title that won. And we're going to give everybody about a month again, and we'll probably do another live stream. But if you're interested, join our Discord or our Goodreads, Book reading group, Horror Squad podcast
4: book club.
2: That is yeah. exciting. Uh, can you guys give, both give me a super, just like mini review? Like, is the book worth reading that, that one?
1: Um, Steve moderated this one. So I don't, yeah, he didn't read I, it. I didn't um, read it. Uh, okay. I think the consensus was more bad than good. Okay. Um, I gave it a like three out of five on Goodreads, but I kind of dropped that a little bit. And I think, I think averaging out between the eight of us would have been probably like a 2.75 out of 5. Um, it was a love letter to, to slasher movies, but it kind of like was lazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they already had the plot development from the movies they were taking from, so they didn't add any of his own to it. So I think that was like the main thing people complained about.
4: All right.
2: What are some of the slashers they borrowed from? Like the iconic ones? Like Everybody, Friday 13th? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? I
1: mean the Friday thir- 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 uh, 13th girl was named Adrian after Adrian King. Yep. Um... Texas Chainsaw Girl was Marilyn, Marilyn Burns, and so on. They had Freddy Krueger, but in the book it's called Dream King. So they they had like (laughs) there was like I forget how many girls are in the group, maybe six or seven or so, and it's all the big ones. Um, And it set up like horror movies or like real life or whatever. So it's like a common occurrence, like these you know people rampaging across like summer camps or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the victims get together and have like a support group for themselves, and then someone starts killing them. So that's what the
2: book's about. All right. Well, based on the reviews, I will probably skip it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, skip it. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, actually, I think I'm gonna download the uh, "Chasing the Boogeyman." I think I'm gonna do the audio book, and I'm gonna try to finish it.
0: For yeah, each, do it at work or something. Uh, if, your, book, if it's yeah, safe enough to do
2: it. I think so. How do you know how many? How long that one is? Is it a big book
0: or? It's um, not that thick. I I have the physical thick, yeah. copy, and it's not that big mm-hmm. of a book. It's kind of similar to uh, the one we reviewed on the show. It's about four hundred or so. No, yeah, it's not maybe. bad. Yeah. All right, cool. I think I can make that. And speaking of the live stream, just a quick shout out. Happy birthday to Chuck, who was on the stream. Um, So we opened up uh, the room after. And uh, he came on just to say hi. And uh, it's his birthday. It's going to be passed by the time the episode comes out. But uh, it was on Tuesday. So happy birthday, Chuck. And everyone in the Discord, go wish him happy birthday. It's CaptainAmazing85. Very cool. Happy
3: birthday, Chuck.
0: Happy birthday, Mm-hmm. Um
2: did you guys see the horror vans collection I I picked uh I went to the store the other day and picked them up and I got to say they looked I was like unsure like I was like oh they look really cool but then once I saw them in person I ended up like buying all the ones they had at my store which they had the uh shining high tops which is like, like the iconic um cover like the yellow cover with that like ghostly face on it and then they had uh Freddy Krueger high tops that just had like the classic sweater um and then i got the uh friday 13 slip-ons which are really cool which i didn't even know when i bought them but they uh, glow in the dark so that's pretty cool too but they have uh, exorcist ones and uh pennywise ones that i have not seen yet but i definitely want to think i might snag those as well
1: i didn't see that but i saw you starring in a hit soon to be a hit film <laughs> last week that's
2: right yeah so i yeah i uh I did I went to the uh, filming of uh, this movie, uh, which is called Dark Circles, starring our boy Damien Muffet, uh, good friend of the show. Uh, also uh, starring um, Terry Kaiser. Well, not starring, but he is going to be in it. So he was in the scene with Damien for this. um, so I made the two about two and a half hour trek down to uh, Connecticut for the filming it was at a diner scene it was an over uh, pretty much an overnight scene i had to be there around 9 uh, p.m so i got there a little early uh damien like so nice when i walked in he like you know introduced me to everybody and stuff i mean the guy's like so so genuine such a genuinely nice guy um but yeah so um there wasn't like any i wouldn't call it it wasn't like a horror scene or anything like that like no killing or death or anything like that it was just like a um a very dialogue heavy scene between uh him and uh terry kaiser and terry kaiser's playing um he's playing a a professor um on like an expert on that is like an expert on cults because apparently this is going to be a culty type movie um but yeah so it's cool um i was background for the scene uh And yeah, I mean, so like it was cool because like I got to like kind of hang out for the first couple hours because they did a lot of, um, they had like a couple of different scenes because apparently like this diner is going to be uh, Damien who's playing the main character um, who's going to be Martin. Uh, It's like his diner, you know, like the place he always frequents. So they did like a few scenes of like him like picking up like takeout and like stuff like that before like the main scene Uh, and then like a scene like with him like outside in his car and stuff like that. So it was cool to like, be able to watch, um, some of the, uh, like pre stuff before that I had to dive right into being like the background extra that I was. Um, so I was, um, you know, so like I, uh, contributed to the Indiegogo. So I, you know, as part of the reward, like I was the main background actor for this scene. So I sat directly behind, uh, Damien when him and Terry were top talking, and uh they put like another guy with me as like an extra who sat like opposite me and this like dialogue scene like it was like a good like seven to eight minutes long um so i had to have like a pretend conversation with this complete stranger for like eight minutes but like not like an actual conversation just like a mouthing conversation for like eight minutes watermelon watermelon. it was like so fucking awkward. Um, I mean, they like told us, they're like, oh yeah, just like say like peas and carrots like over and over again. But like I was having like an actual like conversation with myself. I was like, oh yeah, I just drove like 200 miles. So I was like mouthing it and stuff like that to like get here and stuff like that. And then like, I would like pretend to laugh and stuff like that. And it was just like really fucking awkward. Um, but you know, it, it was cool. It was like a cool experience. I had never done something like that before. I had been like an extra in uh, TED if you guys have ever seen Ted, um, with Mark Wahlberg, but that was like a concert scene. And I was just like in like a crowd, like a big crowd or anything. So it wasn't like, didn't really require much work or anything, but this was actually like me having to like pretend and I had to do it like over and over again. Cause they had did it like five or six different takes on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was cool. And I can't wait to see the finished uh, product when it, when it comes out. Uh, but I, I mean, assuming it's going to come out sometime next year. I know they film wrapping on uh, October 8th, I believe. So they have a few more days left of filming and then all the editing and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it was cool to meet Hannah Fearman, too, who um, is the director. Of course, you guys would know her best for uh, VHS, of course. She played um, the girl, the, uh, what do you call her? Vampire Batgirl, I guess, would you call her from the first VHS, VHS. segment? Yeah, and... She was also in the newest Creep Show episode, which Sam and I actually watched. Uh, the first two episodes of Creep Show, which I'm sure we'll be talking about on What Watch later too. So we'll give a little review on those as well.
1: I did an IndieGoGo for her or for Damien on on Location Movie, and I think I got her like her phone used in the.
2: Oh really? In that movie, cool. yeah, it was cool. like a prop thing. Has that? Come, I don't think that's come out
1: yet i don't think so i've been looking for uh, it and i haven't seen it anymore
2: yeah he's got that coming out and he's got time's up coming out too mm. which is like a slasher uh movie so and then he's got this one so we'll see he's very excited about this one he said it's his favorite script he's ever uh cool. read
1: for is he the movie. is yeah. he the peeping tom
2: he is yep Ooh. Mm-hmm. yep he plays yeah he plays martin the peeping tom who he Send basically Sam's. yeah he like he gets like arrested for it and then he gets out of jail and then it's like his uh like him trying to like rehabilitate himself, but there's like sinister things lurking behind. That's all like the plot synopsis says. So we'll see. It was cool you, though. Cause like, got... oh, sorry. Go. No, I was like, it, when I was sitting in the diner, I they were like cutting out cult sig- symbols and they were like putting them in like special places, like around the diner, I guess it's like little Easter eggs and stuff. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. So yeah, we'll see how it all comes together.
1: You got these, uh, Freddy high tops. I did. Those are cool. man.
2: They're really cool. Like, I honestly was very unsure about them. I was like, I don't know if I can pull these off. But then once I actually saw them in person, like, and I put like wore them, I was like, Oh yeah, I can totally rock these. Like, especially with jeans on, like they're kind, they're not as like loud, you know? Um, so they're pretty cool. But yeah, no, Terry Kaiser was awesome too. He, like, he came right up to uh, us and he's like, thank you so much guys for like being here and for helping us out and stuff like that. And, (laughs) and the guy who was with me was like, anything for you, Bernie. And he started laughing.
0: that's awesome man that's really yeah. cool. i can't wait to. no it's cool
2: yeah i can't wait I, I can't wait to uh see what it looks like and hopefully you'll be able to see me in the background there having a little conversation uh i wasn't able to use my hands much because i had my tattoos and apparently they didn't like they were like we can't see any tattoos I, I i don't know why but maybe like the cult members have tattoos or something so it would like mess things up but uh yeah. well they're so, like, also I ip's right yeah that too yeah that is true <laughs> i didn't really think of that yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, because, like, uh, they, like, like because, like, you know, I was going to pretend like I was eating or drinking coffee or something, but they're like, no, 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 just, like, have a conversation. I'm like, okay.
0: (laughs) Tattoos just keep getting you in trouble. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And last thing I want to mention, I uh, appeared on another podcast. Um, So if you guys want to check it out. It's the Don't Be Crazy podcast. I've been on the podcast before, so I have talked about it in the past. This time, we reviewed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors, which, of course, we talked about on their show uh, a few months ago. And we had um, our little like double feature with number three and four and had Ken Sego's on the episode. So that was a really good time. Uh, always love hanging out with those guys. And uh, it's a really good discussion about that movie. And the thing about that podcast is, they spend the entire podcast, like, on the movie, so it re- we really took a deep dive as to the meaning of certain things, and it was really interesting, and it went in really good way, so check it out, it's available as of the day that uh, this is going up. Alright, you guys ready for some questions? You can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast, or of course, on our Discord, uh, which is very active these days, a lot of people. You know, as the spooky season is underway, just it, it like lights all of us up. Yeah, we just have a ton of stuff to show, a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, just
1: come out of the fucking woodwork.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's awesome. Of sewers. <laughs>
1: right. Oh, I forgot to mention, I have a like a five foot um, witch prop outside, and uh, she has a button that you can push for her to talk, and she her eyes glow and shit. Five fifteen in the morning, she's going off one after like back to back, no breaks. Fucking like toil, toil, trouble, and her eyes are flashing. I have no idea what's going on before, but I'm, I'm hoping the neighbors aren't pissed off because that thing's fucking loud. And I go out there and, you know, I, I pull it out of the ground and stuff. And I think it was just uh, the rain that was, like, shorting it or something. Because, of course, like, it lifted up the the back part of it and looked at the power box and it was off. But I'm assuming the water just got into the fucking electronics and shorted it or something. But, yeah, 5.15 in the morning, wake up by the witch. That was cool.
0: Creepy. <laughs> um all right so the first question is from samantha she asks hey squad happy spooky season if you had the ability to speak to the dead like norman who's one deceased person you'd like to have a conversation with p.s when are you guys bringing back joe's mom love that episode oh
2: thank you yeah that's a great episode um i don't know we haven't really discussed it um it's just like, I don't know what I would, what we would do with her if we brought her back. Cause like we already had the interview with her. So I don't know. I guess we could do like a Q and a, maybe we get some like listener questions or something like that. I don't or... know
1: if she can see stuff through cameras.
2: I mean, I don't know how I, it works. It's... Yeah. I don't know either. I I bet she could maybe never really, I don't know if she's ever like done it. Like, you know, <laughs> through like zoom, she's, she's not really like a person that goes on zoom or like video yeah. chat too often. So I don't know. She might not even know, you know?
0: Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of people have questions for her that. Oh, we, definitely, we yeah. Cover, yeah. you know, there's even I remember uh, after she she left the call, all four of us were like, "Damn, we have all these other questions that has." <laughs> yeah. Or when I was editing, I'm like, "Oh, I should ask that. Should ask that." So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure uh, she'd be a welcome, you know, return. And I, I was just saying to Joe before we recorded, Paranormal was like the perfect movie to attach to that
4: episode.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> but, oh well, it's, uh, she she could be on any episode, and it'll be it'll be great.
2: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have her on again because I know you guys definitely keep asking about it. So we'll uh, we'll we'll make it happen.
0: Yeah. So uh, as for the question, uh, let's go with celebrities because, you know, or else it's just obviously going to be a sad end of a conversation. Right. But uh, what like deceased celebrity would you like to have a conversation with as a ghost?
4: Uh,
2: I'm going to say Vincent Price uh, just because like I don't know like I've been really into him lately I guess because like we've been we did like the episodes on him where we covered uh House of Wax and House on Haunted Hill and stuff like that and then like just today I was telling Sam like I was watching a bunch of like videos of, like on YouTube um about him um and stuff like that and he just like seemed like such an interesting guy and so and then I actually just retweeted if anyone follows our horror squad on Twitter I just retweeted a great video with him and Christopher Lee where he surprises Christopher Lee um at like a some like like they were doing like a tribute to christopher lee and like Vince price came out like and surprised him and it was like a really great video um so yeah i think he would be a, a great person i'm sure he has like so many great stories
4: yeah
1: um yeah i don't the top of my head i'm not really sure that's a great answer for Vince price um i'll go with the safest answer uh romero because he's just a nice older man and obviously i love his work so that'd be cool to just sit and talk with him
3: um, I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson.
1: All right. I was thinking that Sam too. Like, you no know, lie. Uh,
3: yeah, you know, talk to cool. him, ask him some questions, Chip-moon. get the get the tea. <laughs> <laughs> get the tea. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, for me it'd definitely be Vincent Price as well, though. I'm such a huge fan and it's just he he has such interesting stories uh to tell and it's just yeah, he's always a cool interview, and love his movies, and I can't wait to do more of his movies because
1: give me you know, a Vincent Price you know, impersonation.
0: Ooh, that's, that's a tough one.
1: It's, it's like easy in your it's head, fit, but
2: then when you try to, yeah, right, right. No, yeah, I was gonna, yeah, definitely. it's a
0: very specific, like You're afraid of ghosts. No. Uh, <laughs> I c- I wouldn't even try because I would just butcher it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't want to do Vincent dirty, you know. Uh All right, so next uh, series of questions comes from Mandy. She says, hey, squad, what are some of your favorite uh, animated horror films?
1: Coraline, for sure. Love Coraline. Uh, Coraline's great. I really like Paranorman. This is the first time I've watched in a long time. Um, uh, all the Treehouse of Horrors from The Simpsons are always great. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Coraline for mine.
3: Coraline's great. Um, I love Frankenweenie. And, and then also I love, love, love Monster House. that shit's scary
1: Mm -hmm. yeah frank and weenie's sad
3: it is sad but it's still good though
2: um i was telling sam so this was actually the first time i'd ever even seen Paranorman, and i have never seen frank and weenie i've never seen Coraline. i've just never seen like any of these spooky animated movies so i was telling sam after we finished Paranorman, i was like ah it's like i'm gonna have to watch more of these animated uh horror movies so i think we're gonna do maybe some um before halloween this year so i'm excited uh as far as like what I have seen, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> immediately comes to mind, obviously. I mean, it's a classic, so.
0: Yeah, um, for me, yeah, I mean, all of those are all great, so that be all great choices, but the, the one series that I just, I watch all the time, because, uh, especially, like, if I'm trying to fall asleep because it's an easy, like, fun watch, it's uh, the Hotel Transylvania series. I just really have fun watching those movies, and I, I like all three of them. Uh, have you guys heard of the story for Hotel Transylvania 4? the big yeah. mystery surrounding it stupid so <laughs> yeah go
1: ahead
0: yeah so it was uh, supposed to come out october 1st in theaters only but uh two months ago sony changed their mind and said we're releasing it on amazon prime october 1st instead so it'll be free for everyone and that's the last we heard of it we're october 4th now the no day sense. we're recording <laughs> and no no one knows where the fuck this movie is Apparently, like, kids are super bummed out because they were looking forward to it, and Sony (laughs) hasn't said... They're rioting for it. Yeah, Sony hasn't said one word as to where this movie is. They just didn't... I've never seen this ever on film where a movie just didn't release (laughs) and with no word. Just missed its release date, and they're not talking about it. It's the weirdest fucking thing, so...
1: It already sucks that uh, Adam Sandler's not voicing Drac anymore. That's stupid. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I'm wondering why. I I don't know if that's part of the issue or what's going on, but... uh... Yeah, it's, everyone else I, is reprising a role, thankfully.
1: I think Kevin's out, too, isn't he?
0: Kevin? I think, uh,
1: Kevin um, Kevin James. Was he in that? Yeah, he voiced um, Frank.
0: Oh, oh yeah, Frank. No, I know. Yeah. I didn't see his... Uh...
1: But 1 through 3 are pretty good, though. I agree.
0: Yeah, they're just fun, easy watches. You know, it's uh, nothing too crazy. and Yeah, so that's what I would recommend. as an animated film. Uh, her next question... If they did an animated movie of your life, what animation style would you want it to be? Mortal Kombat video game style. <laughs> like realistic? Yeah, right? realistic Still, <laughs> Yeah, right.
3: Um, I would say the style of Paranorman. It's great. Classic cartoon,
2: like Disney, like Beauty and the Beast, like go back to the actual drawing like type cartoons.
1: Nice. And uh, yeah, Kevin is
0: in those movies
1: as Frankenstein. Okay,
0: is he in the fourth one or is, it, is he? Nope. No,
2: okay, weird. Paul Blart. Paul Blart, yeah. uh, But he's I, in
1: Becky. I know you guys like Becky. Oh, yeah, yes. Becky, oh, right? No. <laughs> I love That movie.
0: Uh,
2: Joe, you said you liked it. No, I did not go back to our episode. Oh, no, I will. Two weeks you... in a row
0: that Joe says that. Go back to the tape. <laughs> go back to the tape
2: I, it you wasn't like it. It. it wasn't terrible but it wasn't i think i gave You're like, like oh a six. i
3: like it because it's like problem child but horror movie no
2: home alone but home
3: Alone exactly <laughs> see you remembered but, it yourself. no
2: I, I gave i i gave it like a six i did like becky i mean becky was cool
3: that's what i just said <laughs>
2: right. but the movie <laughs> in general i think i didn't love i gave it like a six go on i think what let's see what i gave it on a tape. Box.
3: To I the
1: box at that point
2: i i may have reviewed it on letterbox i'm not sure i gotta start doing mini like writings like todd does i like that i like reading todd's little reviews right thanks buddy
1: i gave it a half star so i don't know what you would have given oh, wow. it <laughs> a half oh right. i, I, I gave, gave it i gave, I it, gave three. it three
0: yeah that was last
1: year it seems like it was like 10 years ago yeah i know i know <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, so I I would like a stop motion. I like Nightmare Before Christmas style. If you're going to do my life, I think it'd be fun. I I did stop motion in college and it was like the most difficult fucking thing ever. Just you need the patience of a saint that could do a movie like that. It's crazy to move every piece, like every fucking frame, every shot. It's crazy. So huge respect to people who do films like that. Uh, Her last question. uh, Would you find it awkward to have ghosts around all the time? Yeah, I'm
1: free in the shower, cleaning my butthole. i do not want the, <laughs> the, the ghost watching. Stay away.
2: Or when you're watching your stories.
1: Well, that's Todd's
2: special time. <laughs> I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'd be super awkward at first, but I think eventually you just would get used to it.
1: Hey, what if you're doing the nasty and then like they come in the room and like, nah, man, you got to, no, not like that. Longer strokes.
2: i don't know sam's seen spirits have you ever seen it like during like a sexual encounter ever in your life
3: um not that i'm aware of but i don't Mm -hmm. they don't care about stuff like that like Mm -hmm. even when you're like walking naked or taking a shower they're not are you sure yeah
0: that's when they're hiding (laughs) have you met men (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, have you been
1: married to me and
3: I mean, maybe demons will, but good oh. ghosts don't. I,
1: do, I just picture like a classic white sheet ghost and like the drinking off motion.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: Where my boy is that? Come on. You know. What I'm talking you just about. see
3: like a
2: boner popping <laughs> yeah. onto that white sheet. Where Sam's like, no, that's at? that's not it.
3: That's not
1: it. <laughs> they don't do that. That's all i do if I was a ghost.
0: Right. Exactly. And I'm sure a lot of ghosts would be the same way, so yeah. Um, all right, so next question is from uh, Cody, Odd job versus 007. How badly did everyone want everything in Norman's room?
3: Real bad. It's, cool. it's so cool.
0: Definitely <laughs> cool. I wanted his toothbrush.
3: Yeah, the toothbrush was great. <laughs>
0: Do
3: you like remember the third... what the toothbrush was, Joe?
2: Yeah, it was a zombie. Mm. It was like a zombie mm. like hand or something like that.
1: That's like the third kid horror fan that we watched in like a year. We had a yeah. uh, Salem's Lot kid was great. Mm-hmm. We had um, Creepshow Creep Friday yeah. Four.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creepshow episode Creep two. Show. I don't think you watched. Did you watch that
0: episode? I don't remember. It, uh, it was like the first or second episode of this. Of season the episode. second uh, season, yeah. Oh,
1: I don't
0: even know anymore. No, I I, I loved this room. Oh yeah, yeah. I
1: did. The the stepdad made fun
0: of him. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys have big horror representation in your rooms growing up? I I, I didn't. It, it wasn't one of my. Kind of big things in my room. Like my room at that age would have been Mario Brothers, maybe Ghostbusters. I had a little bit of, uh, and a lot of hockey because I was really into hockey back then. What about you guys? How old is he in this movie? I'd say 10. 10, um, I have to guess. No, 12 maybe.
1: Yeah, if he was in middle school or not, I don't remember. Um, no, it probably would have been mostly Star Wars and like baseball stuff.
3: Mine was mostly. What did I like at that age? I don't know. Some kind Jones of teen- uh gross. Um <laughs> Devin Sawa, hello from Teen Teen Bop magazine.
4: <laughs>
2: um, no, I, I it wasn't I had a little bit like I, I definitely had a Chucky poster, a Child's Play 2 poster, but other than that, it was mainly all like bands like corn posters, Limp Bizkit posters, stuff like that. And I was into um I was really into uh like I don't remember if I was still into wrestling at that age or not, but I had a ton of wrestling stuff when I was a little younger. I think middle school might have been pushing it though.
0: Yeah, see, I was into wrestling. Like I was into wrestling, but more so older because the Attitude Era was when I was at like kind of late teen. So right. <laughs> yeah, they were walking depends. around saying "suck it" all the time. Oh, suck <laughs> it! Uh, all, all the rock phrases. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was a good time. Jabroni. Jabroni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: It was so cool. Um, this is like totally off topic. Well, I mean, with wrestling, but I, I watched that Shawn Michaels thing documentary and like, like they like the highlight of it was the WrestleMania and I went to that WrestleMania when he fought Stone Cold. And it's like, it was really cool to see because I had like no idea, like all that drama that was going on. So it was really cool to see that.
0: Oh, trust me, I, I went to the Montreal Screwjob it was oh the same yeah, thing, that, like it, it was just a, a regular survivor series, and it ended up being one of the most like infamous nights in wrestling history. Yeah. Sam knows
2: all about the Montreal screw
0: job now. I bet you, you, you watched watch it. it. She watched <laughs> yeah. that episode on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, moving on here uh to Kayla. She says, Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited you guys are reviewing a Norman. As I watch horror all year, a lot of my spooky season consists of animated movies and children Halloween films question as we only have seven episodes left till the big two uh, two double o anything big or special you guys have planned for that episode also listening to an old episode i need another episode with your mama joe another mom Um, another mom request yeah
2: we'll do it we'll do it um as far as she's horror squad's
1: mom officially
2: (laughs) yeah the official Mm -hmm. mom of the horror squad um, as far as two hundred, I don't know. I don't think we've like talked about it yet. I mean, one hundred, we did. We each picked a movie and did like four movies. So maybe we do something like that again, or I don't know. Maybe we could get my mom on for two hundred since everyone's asking about it now. So I don't know. We'll have to do some brainstorming.
0: Yeah, I think we're focused on uh, spooky season right now because there's a lot mm-hmm. going on. I mean, there's the event that Joe's hosting and all that stuff, and we just had the merch and we yeah, that's right. Like
1: four four deep lineup up too, don't
0: we? Yeah, uh, yeah, we 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 up. have we have all of October uh, lined up, which is like we never do. Usually after the podcast, we're like, uh, so what are we doing next week? <laughs> yeah, so it's it's weird and nice to have a schedule, I guess. Uh, but yeah, once we hit November and things slow down, we'll talk about 200 and do something different, you know, if we can. Uh, next question is from. Uh, okay, I'm skipping a few questions because a lot of them are paranormal, and I want to talk about them after we review the film. Okay, this one's from uh, Marla Creature Feature. How bad do you want a witchy wiener? And what's your favorite wiener toppings? I'll take a witchy wiener. STD.
3: No way. It's totally best. I'll take a witchy wiener with mustard and onions. And throw some jalapenos on there. And I'll take a bag of...
1: Chopped or whole jalapenos. Sliced. So whole pieces.
3: Not a whole jalapeno. I want the jalapeno Sliced. Not chopped, I know, not diced, totter.
1: You know what? Fine. Okay. You know <laughs> what? I'll meet myself.
3: <laughs> and a bag of Doritos with a Diet Dr. Pepper, please.
1: I'll hit you. Oh, no I'll one else last. has thought about I'll, a witchy wiener that they want to a... put in their mouth? <laughs> that one's too easy. Um, I'm going to go last because I'm a big hot dog guy. So go ahead.
3: You're hot okay. dog pro, are you? Uh, I'm a pro. I'm a
1: griller. I got my own kit and everything.
3: They don't call him Hot Dog Todd for nothing, guys.
1: They don't, and I'm using that for now on.
3: <laughs> you have to.
2: I'd get a witchy wiener with uh, be a chili dog witchy wiener for sure. Throw some chili on there, some cheese, melt that cheese. Little some, I'd get some jalapenos on there, some too. Some onions on that,
1: Playboy. No, I don't like okay. onions.
2: I don't like onions. Ask Sam. They put onions on my burger today, and I had a meltdown.
1: <laughs> Did you turn into <laughs> Karen? yep (laughs) little bitch
3: boy he literally let it like run his whole mood i was like you're not (laughs) about to run my evening little boy
1: can't pop them off like it's that bad
2: no well they put mayonnaise on it too and i fucking hate mayonnaise so
1: they put mayonnaise and onions and mayo and hamburgers freaking dope dude no. I don't know if uh, Steve's shaking his head for or against mayonnaise on a hamburger.
3: Against. <laughs>
0: against? Well, I, against. You, you, guys, you guys are my, my, my whole mayo. thing. Steve's a plain guy. So, uh, yeah, I eat all my shit plain. Doesn't? Freak. He
3: doesn't like the sauces. <laughs>
0: but then I get the taste of the meat. You're like, a, you're like a four-year-old, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want chicken <laughs> nuggets, mom. With, with milk.
1: <laughs> God, and your large milk. Yeah. You go to the movie theater. Do you have any uh do you want to do a Coke? No, can I have a milk?
0: Yeah, right. I have a Popcorn and milk, please.
3: <laughs> do you like chocolate milk, Steve? I do. Yeah. Did you ever drink strawberry milk? Yeah, Who disgusting. made it? Like Nesquik. <gasps> strawberry oh, milk was so good strawberry, when I was yeah. younger.
0: Yeah, they don't really. I don't see it anymore. It's like if... ice
3: cream. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> it
0: probably, it probably wasn't <laughs> strawberry at all. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> Just gasoline, I think.
0: Right. All right, Todd. So we know you're the big uh, hot dog guy because not only do you eat hot dogs in real life, but even when you go into your second life on Roblox, you just hand out hot dogs. So. I do. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind
1: of creepy. Right. <laughs> what do you think um, about no, it? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Playing with a bunch of nine year olds and handing hot dogs out to people. I do it for my kids. But anyway, um, no, I love grilling. Uh, I got my own little grill master set, little suitcase thing. It's awesome. Um, but hot dogs, man, I love them eat, eat, like every way possible, like a, a plain grill um, with a toasted bun. You put some mayo on that bun, you put some uh, ketchup, onion, relish, whatever. But if you want to go crazy, you want to get the California hot dog, a.k.a. the L.A. hot dog, which is bacon wrapped, um, 100% beef. So you grill that and then you get the bun, toast it, mayo, chorizo, which is like a pork kind of uh, thing. If you've never had chorizo before, you put that on the bun as well. You go onion, strip of ketchup, diced or chopped, whatever you want to say, tomato, and you're good to go. That's an L.A. hot dog or Mexican hot dog, California hot dog, whatever you want to call it. Good hot dog.
3: I don't know about the ketchup. Take take a ketchup off, girl. I just feel like ketchup is too overpowering, you know?
1: Yeah, if you put a little light strip on it though, it kind of like brings it together. But
3: okay. ketchup's
1: optional. Just like the onions are optional, Joe. You can get them without onions if you want. You have to throw
0: a
3: fit. Yep.
0: All right. Uh, last series of questions here for now. Uh, they're from Chuck, the birthday boy, Captain Amazing 85.
3: The birthday boy, who's gonna sing? <laughs>
0: quite the uh no definitely not (laughs) todd no Uh,
1: i never i never turned down a chance to sing. all right um
0: so the very intense question to start off his little question here how would you get away with murder oh like the show do not
3: answer that question (laughs) it's a great show by the way (laughs) yeah i see what you're trying to do so if i was watching a show of a person who was trying to get away with murder not me it's the show the character not owned by me named would... Samantha. <laughs> exactly um would literally cut the person up in a dozen pieces
2: it's a lot of work
3: it is a lot of work but mm-hmm. this character doesn't want to be caught you know
0: still big pieces though 12 <laughs>
3: Twelve? No, like more than that. Yeah,
0: more than dozen.
3: <laughs> um, and then also I, not me. Oh, almost went to jail there. Um, <laughs> I think the character would probably, maybe, perhaps feed it to maybe someone in mm. their life, maybe their pets. Also sprinkle a maybe little a black dog. Maybe <laughs> Maybe um, <laughs> Raven. And just like sprinkle it just all sorts of little places, you know? Uh-oh. Maybe like even take a poo on it. And oh, then you mash shit. it around and then you put it in like a doggy bag. Gross. Throw it in the dog <laughs>
1: trap. Light on a fire on someone's doorstep.
2: I, just, I don't know why, but I just picture Sam like uh Shashi, like Andy Dufresne like taking the rocks out into the yard yeah. and she's like dumping like body parts.
1: Like a fingernail at a time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew what you were talking about.
1: Oh, my God. You got to get her to watch some Shawshank. Yeah, it's class. How would I get away with it? Um, I wouldn't get away with it. They catch me.
2: I would do just the classic Soprano style and just take a boat out to the middle of the ocean and just, you know. That never wrap works. It, wrap it in chains and dump it. I mean, in the middle of the ocean, like you take it all far enough, ain't no one going to find it all that deep and if yeah, he, but could you, it'd be fish you, food by then
1: could you stand up to interrogation because the cops could be like you're the last known person with him joe where is he and um maybe like sweating yeah they'd be you maybe i don't be know slapping i I, I, a bit.
2: I feel like i've listened to enough like true crime stuff to to know that you don't speak to cops and you immediately get your lawyer involved um like if you're guilty you know you don't talk to cops obviously even if you're not guilty you if you're can't not yeah, cops, yeah. You can incriminate yourself
0: <laughs> right just don't do it, kids. That's a-
1: yeah, <laughs> don't do it at all. Moving on.
2: Yeah, it's, wor- yeah, I mean, he it's probably not worth it. Yeah, I mean, if you don't <laughs> have to murder someone.
1: Don't. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Uh, yeah. Then you got dogged with bounty hunter in your case. You just don't want that. You know? I right. would
1: love for him to catch him. That'd be so. Oh my God. So yeah. I don't funny, man, think I guess yeah. the wrong
0: word, but I'm not sure he will. But it would be. It would definitely be a 2021 thing. <laughs> for yeah, guys, I
1: always, but... I always uh, think of Cartman when Cartman was talking about bounty hunter. Right.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, this next question. Pretty sure I've asked this before, but what are some other good gateway horror movies for kids?
1: Gremlins. Yes. One and two.
0: Mhm.
1: Critters. One and
3: two. And mm, uh, Critters
2: is a bit aggressive.
4: It.
1: What was I Cujo. I
3: was...
2: Oh God, I don't know about that. No,
3: because it'll teach your kids not to pet random dogs without asking the owner's permission, okay. and how to treat a dog all right What about juice
2: um, yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice juice is perfect yeah definitely i don't know there's a little bit of risk well, yeah
3: stuff, but that risque keeps risque the stuff, that but... keeps the adults busy though yeah
0: yeah yeah did go no, over a kid's head i think right yeah yeah, well,
2: yeah. except well they do say fuck uh, like at least it, once build
0: juice
2: yeah when he says nice fucking model and he grabs dick
0: um yeah i
2: I think most kids could handle that it is a good kids intro on um you know lady in white was pretty good and it it deals with some serious issues we covered it that one's a pretty good intro to horror. One, hocus pocus of course for this time of the year
1: jaws Mm -hmm. it's tame but it's still scary Mm -hmm.
0: ghostbusters was the one that like Mm -hmm. i I was in love with as a kid and You know, I guess some kids think it's scary, but not me. I thought it was amazing. So Mm -hmm. that would be my intro to horror, I think. All right. Next question. What's your go-to candy to distribute at Halloween? So we asked last week what we got is from people, but what would be the one bar you would give people if you're distributing?
1: I give everything out. A little bit of everything. Tootsie Rolls, Snickers, Kit Kats, Starburst. i I, I don't go cheap though
0: i don't get the cheap dum-dums or anything like that
4: yeah so todd how do you do it
0: do do you like is it a handful is it an Mm -hmm. aggie like how do you uh do handfuls and then
1: once i'm over it like i'm like all right no more fucking trick-or-treaters yeah right (laughs) the (laughs) lucky winner that's yeah no i'll I'll dump it in there last night or last year uh this kid came super late because in our neighborhood it's like a two-hour window and you're supposed to not take the trick or treat anymore he came like 45 minutes after the closing i gave him every fucking like two giant bowls of candy he was freaking out it was it was pretty cool
2: nice uh i mean i'm i just always give out the classic like greasy cups that was like always mm. like hey reesey Reese cups or kit kats uh stuff like that go so. makes
1: uh fresh crispy treats and hands them out they
2: get <laughs> no <away>. <laughs> <laughs> end up on my front lawn um no yeah just the classics and I did the same as Todd I I, I just told kids grab like a handful out of the bowl
3: um I do anything chocolatey because kids seem to like that
4: mm-hmm.
3: and then I also put a little note in there that says spay and neuter your pets thanks no that I don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just so joking Halloween happy uh YouTube link <laughs> barcode or whatever they're called yeah, i was gonna say Fish. this year, this year code, i'll hand
2: you. out now yeah, horror squad stickers for
1: everyone <laughs> i got this shirt mom
2: yep <laughs> shout out to silvermoon comics who is doing our signing actually they're uh now giving out free horror squad stickers to everyone so if you go shop there you can get a free horror squad sticker awesome mm-hmm.
0: uh the way i do it is i have these little chocolate bars uh of Kit Kat arrow coffee crisp and smarties which are three canadian brands and the canadian version of kit kat Uh, and i give handfuls of those to everyone but if i like your costume or i like you you're gonna get a full bar that's how at plus plus the uh so the way it works is that i have someone assigned to candy duty because i'm usually like in the haunt doing something you know and they're gonna, you know, do the regular candy. But if I notice your costume because I like it, or you're you're doing something cool, or you're a little cool kid, like whatever, like even if you have a shitty costume, I'll uh, in my costume I'll, like hand you a big piece of chocolate. Like, uh, good job, kid. That's and that's awesome. That's you know?
1: the chocolate I would intercept for being suspicious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'd be like, no, that motherfucker, no. Well, I've been, I've like been, I've, in, I've been bounds of my yard. It's not like I'm a rat. I felt like I'm going down the street. Hey, kid, twisty and giving cut chocolate bars. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I do it.
2: Can you, uh, can you recall like a, from like maybe last year, or a couple of years ago, like a kid you would have given a full size candy bar to?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I, I had two years ago cause last year it was canceled. Um, I had a full carnival thing in my ba- in my garage, And it was, like, really, like, particularly scary that year. And there's this, like, God, he must have been four or five. And he comes up to, he, like, slowly walks up to the, like, to the barrier I have so no one can actually get into the garage, you know? And he looks around, and I thought he was going to start bawling or screaming or something. And he looks at me. I was dressed as Pennywise at the time. And he says this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And he just like started freaking out and he wanted to see everything and touch everything. I'm like, yeah, this kid's getting some (laughs) big candies. Yeah, yeah. so if you you act, you know, cool and everything, I'll definitely give you the big stuff. Final question uh, before the questions we ask later in the episode, Sam, what's the food pairing for this film? And is it a hot dog?
3: Yes, it's a hot dog.
0: There you go. Thank you for asking the questions, everyone. <laughs> we'll, uh, a witchy wiener. We'll have uh, more witchy questions wieners. at the end of the episode because uh, they are paranormal specific questions. And now let's get some coffee with Deadly Grounds Coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee.
2: Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly.
4: Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting.
1: What watched? Yes. Who's watching stuff? Joseph. I
2: am. Uh, All right. So, Sam, what would you like to talk about first? We all watch the same stuff, so...
1: I swear to God, if you guys started that show over again, American we Horror started Story, American
2: Horror <laughs> Story, the new season, part two, which is titled, what's it titled, Sam? Death Valley. Yeah. Fun. All right. It is titled Death Valley. So I've not even finished season uh, one, part one, there of Red Tide, but I was like, whatever, let's just move on. And uh, yeah, so this one is an alien story. Um, It starts off in black and white, uh, takes us to um, Roswell, New Mexico. uh, And we follow um, the president at the time, which is escaping my mind. I think it's Roosevelt. Is it Roosevelt? In
1: the 50s? I have no idea. Eisenhower.
2: It might be Eisenhower. No, it's definitely not Nixon. It might be Eisenhower. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, so, we're, yeah, we're following the president. He, they discover the crash in Roswell. He goes, um, and basically the aliens attack him and, like, all of his guards and stuff like that. Um, that is the opening. Flash forward, we now go to present time in color now, and we follow a group of uh, 20-somethings and, co- like, college kids who are uh, decide to go on, like, this, like, uh, get away for like their summer break and stuff like that. And they end up in the desert and they get abducted by aliens. And I guess I'll just leave it at that. Uh, cause I really don't want to spoil it. If you do plan on watching it. Um, this was, this episode was the eye opener from, for me, um, to realize I am never going to watch American horror story ever again. Um, it was, it was the worst thing they've probably ever done. Um, Worse than any of the American horror stories, uh, the worst for first episode of any of the seasons. And it just made me realize, like, why am I still watching this garbage? Like the writing is such fucking trash um, and it's been trash for such a long time. And this was finally my wake up call to never watch the show again. So you'll never hear me talk about American horror story again. Maybe you'll hear Sam.
1: Mark it. Quote him.
2: Maybe you'll hear Sam talk about it again, but I am officially (laughs) done with American Horror Story after this episode.
3: Okay, guys, you know, I thought that I was done and I am done, but I'm just so numb right now in life that I kind of like the pain and the irritation that it causes me. Um, it is literal dookie. It is like dookie. In stanky draws from last Tuesday with like corn and beans, like literal shit. I'm just like bro, how are you going on with this? Like you it is like, I'm embarrassed for you, sir. Like, come on. The acting is so awful. So it was just like, I don't know. I was laughing the whole time. Like, you know, it's like when you go to the dentist and you're on the laughing gas cause you're like, wow, I really hate this, but this is fine. Like, it was kind of like that. I don't know. I told Joe I'm going to keep watching it just to like torture myself, but I don't know if I will, but it was awful Um, one of, if you guys watched American horror stories, the main girl, Rocky from the murder house of four fucking episodes, they've talked about murder house. She is one of the main characters and she literally like, she's a gorgeous person, but she cannot act worth anything. And Joe told me, apparently it's Cindy Crawford's daughter. So good for you girl, but I'm sorry. your acting is not great in this show. And I don't like to bash people, but it's awful. So I'll keep you updated on how it goes. Oh,
2: thank you. <laughs> I won't. Um, I mean, let's just say the end of the first episode is they find out all four of them are pregnant.
3: You said you didn't want to spoil it. You don't get, the get to spoil it. You're not, on the, you're not on the ride, Joe. So you don't get to spoil it. <laughs> he just,
1: it just keeps so sucking him so in. at him. He keeps it's sucking ludicrous. him in. He's coming back. No,
2: it's it, it, was, all, it was so bad. He'll
3: like, be Googling, like, what was this week's episode about?
2: Hmm. No, oh, I'll Google. just get, I'll just get, I'll just keep listening to your recaps every
1: week. There you, you go. Yeah, play.
3: if there's any. I don't know how long I could talk about Dookie. <laughs> A poop show.
1: All right. I finally watched Hunter Hunter, which is currently on Hulu for Hi. the Americans. Um, Devin Sawa starring, and it's about some people that are in the wilderness. They're like some survival people where they, uh, you know, they catch animals and get their fur and sell the fur. Uh, so obviously, like, it's like, living off the land the daughter doesn't go to school stuff like that Devin Saw was out hunting and he realizes there's a big ass wolf out here uh so he's like I'm gonna kill the wolf watch this so he goes off and he uh, takes off for a long time and then we're stuck with the uh, mom and daughter as they're trying to figure out like where's my husband um there's a body part that we found and so on and so on so you're trying to like think of, like okay where's Devin Saw Saul? his character at then we're introduced to, to some cops that are like we can't help you because you're not on, um, in the city, you're on federal land. If I report you, you're getting demoted or deported or whatever it is off the land, not demoted. Um, yeah, did I like it? I did, but I think it was hyped up a little bit too much for me from the three you, I think loved it. Don't give me that look woman. But, uh, I thought Devin Sawa was like really good. I thought he was underutilized when he, when his character has the fate that he has, I was kind of bummed because I'm like, where's Devin at? Because he was the best thing about this movie. Like, extremely oh, yeah. well acted. So, I'm with okay, you guys but what on that about,
3: what about the last scene, Todd? That didn't, like, wrap it up for you? No, it did.
1: But it wasn't, like, enough. Mean? It
3: didn't come out of left field? Like, you weren't surprised? Like, oh, wow. I'm glad I sat through this movie losing Devin Sawa right. to see this ending.
1: If you guys don't want Hunter Hunter spoiled, stop listening right now. So, you're talking about the scene where she's skinning the killer?
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. I, I love that scene, but I... <sighs> I just wanted, like, it was kind of obvious what was happening. Like, oh, this guy's obviously a killer. Devin's dead. I don't know. It it just didn't wrap up. Like, it wasn't like a tight package for me. Okay. And I, I'm i convinced that that guy's a werewolf for a couple of reasons. One is like, he's there's a wolf outside, right? And they're hunting this wolf. Two, his injuries are consistent with a wolf trap on his leg. And then three, he was like, Your husband had to go get a wolf, huh? Is that what he told you? Why would he say that if he wasn't a fucking werewolf? Because he doesn't know he's hunting a wolf. And then how do you get attacked by a wolf and not know what's happening? You fucking lion sack of shit. He was caught in a bear trap. Devin came to save him. He killed Devin and then he killed his family. That's what I'm going with, werewolf.
3: Okay, well, Um, I knew that he killed (laughs) Devin, but I didn't think of him as being a wolf. I don't think
2: he was a werewolf. either. he was. Uh, (laughs) All right. Hey, it's an interesting thought. <laughs> well, if you want to listen to our interview with the director of Hunter Hunter, it's there somewhere. I can't remember the episode number, but it's you know, go back and you'll find it.
1: <laughs> Nick Stahl is a creepy little fucker, though.
2: He is. Yeah, he was good mm-hmm. in it.
1: Yeah. So I gave I gave it a three and a half out of five on Letterbox. So I still enjoyed it.
2: Solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think I gave it a four. So you yeah, know, I'm not that far off. Yeah, I was about that too. All right. Uh, my first one this week is from 2021, and I watched it over on Netflix at the recommendation of basically everyone, uh, and that's The Squid Game. It is a uh, Korean TV uh, series that is nine episodes long, uh, about hour-ish episodes. So it's about a guy who's uh, really, he's a gambler. He's down on his luck. He owes a lot of money to people. He's a failure of a father to his daughter. And he's just running out of options. And he meets a guy on a subway that uh, plays a game with him and says, If you win this game, I give you a hundred thousand. Uh, I forget what the currency is there. Like a lot. Yeah. A hundred thousand, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, Okay, I'll definitely take that. So he loses because he's a loser. <laughs> and he's like, Shit, I don't have money to pay you back. He's like, That's fine. I'll, if I slap you, we're even. And he slaps him. And then he's like, want to play again and they keep doing it until he wins he wins a hundred thousand and then he gives them a card uh, that's like basically a, a phone number on it and he says call me so next day he calls them and it says do you want to play a game to win a bunch of money he says yes and then he gets picked up he gets gassed and he wakes up with 456 people in an arena and they're told that they can win it's something like fifty billion uh, of their currency. If you survive uh, six children's games, uh, and you make it to the end, you win this fifty billion. So it's basically them, these all these people that are going through these six children's games that are played in a very deadly way and how they strategize to survive and everything. And it's a really interesting show, uh, has a lot of like, And it's really interesting in the way that you the way that people try to like go through these games, it's like part social game because you need to like create alliances, part you know, who do you trust, who don't you trust, the power of money, you know, over friendship or loyalty and stuff like that. Uh, it's a fucking fantastic series. And I I will admit. It started off a little slow and it went into directions that really surprised me. Uh, in fact, when we did our live stream, I was at episode five and I'm like, I'll be honest, guys, I'm not super loving the show. Like, it's okay, but I'm not super loving it. But goddamn, those last four episodes just like brought it into an amazing show and one that I would highly, highly, highly recommend. It's a really fantastic show. It ties up the loose ends in a really cool way. And the characters, you start to feel for them and stuff. And yeah definitely need to watch it that's a squid game over on netflix
1: i'm on episode five right now too and i was feeling the same way today i was like ah, i don't see what everyone's talking about um the tug of war was brutal though yeah i was like so i'm excited no, I, to finish it
0: yeah that's exactly where i was like i i'm like you know it's good but it wasn't great like because so many people are hyping the show up that i i'm kind of like i don't get the hype for it like it's good and everything but yeah it it types it ties up really well in the last few episodes so definitely keep to the end
2: nice i think sam and i are gonna check that out we were talking about it and i want to check out midnight mass too because i hear a lot of people talking yeah about that's that my one. next
0: one everyone talks about that one too so i have
2: to watch yeah. it. To... i'm excited Alrighty, so sam and i watched creep show season three episode one Um, Two part, uh, you know, of course, Pre-Show has two um, episodes per. So uh, the first part was called Mums, starring our boy Ethan Embry, uh, who plays uh, the dad in this one. And he is like kind of like an abusive dad living out uh, in Kansas, of all places. Sam was very excited to hear that.
3: (laughs) He's already home Um, waiting for me. Yep. Uh, Minus his abusive tendencies.
2: Yeah, so... So basically it opens with, uh, Ethan and he's got his wife and son. Um, the mother attempts to, um, leave with her son to basically get out, like away from Ethan Embry and his abusive ways. Uh, Ethan Embry's character, of course, catches them, uh, and grabs the mother and is like, you know, I'm going to show you or whatever, you know, and. He takes her away and ends up murdering her. Uh, and they bury her in a garden. Um, and basically, what happens is the garden ends up growing like crazy, and the garden becomes deadly. And I'll leave it at that. Um, this episode, overall, I liked. I, I didn't think it was like anything amazing. I thought it was pretty predictable. Like I pretty much knew where it was going to go the entire way. But, you know, overall, I thought, like, decent. It was, like, an okay episode. Um, Not one of the best Creepshow episodes, but better than a lot of the other ones uh, I've seen, especially in
1: Season 2. Did you watch someone's Um.
3: Okay, so I did not watch Season 2 of Creepshow. I just never caught back onto it. Um, No reason or anything like that. But then this one... I don't know I I just did not it's not as good as season one like I just I'm not crazy about it and I thought the acting was not great Ethan was okay um which kind of surprised me because normally he does such a great job so I'm just gonna blame it on the writing but it was all right
1: he's great in the devil's candy man (laughs) Oh, oh so yeah. good I that one. so good yeah. when
2: we when we met him we talked about that the devil's candy and we we're like oh we're like we hope that it's movie a gem. yeah we're like more people need to see that he's like yeah, give it a few years he's like i think it's gonna catch on i think more people are gonna start discovering it and it hasn't happened yet but i hope more people do because it is totally worth your time it's a Good one. if you've never seen it yeah it was definitely i think it was on most of our top 10s the year we it came out uh i don't even know if we were horror squad yet but at least i know it was on me and todd's list when when it did come out uh all right so uh the second part of this episode is called queen b um and this one is about uh a group of like teenage like young teenagers who um are obsessed with this famous pop star uh, and they find out, they get some secret, they get some inside intel as the uh, one of the girls' mothers works at a hospital that this pop star is about to give birth. So they uh, steal the mother's security card and they go over uh, to the hospital to see this pop star give birth. What we come to find out is this pop star is an alien. And is giving birth to little alien children. Um, this will probably go down as one of the worst segments I've ever watched on Creep Show. Um, I fucking hated this episode like with a passion. I will say the one big plus on it is the practical effects are pretty great. Like in it, uh, this one's directed by Greg Nicotero too. Um, so the I mean the practical effects obviously probably come from him, and that's why they're so good. Um, but that's the only good. Po- I mean the writing, the acting everything is really, really bad in this one. Um, So this was like, this was a huge disappointment.
3: Uh, I also agree with that. The only thing that made it somewhat bearable were the practical effects, but I think that's, all that they spent their money and time and energy on um the acting was awful the story was obvious and it was ridiculous it just I don't know like I feel like I can't put it into words but the first season of creep show was like such um I don't know it was like on the level of tells from the crypt like so good and it still holds up to this day tells from the crypt but this season is almost this season of creep show is almost like are you it's like worse. And I don't mean, are you afraid of the dark is bad, but it's like underneath, are you afraid of the dark as like, it's narrowed for like teens or something. It's so cheesy and unnecessary, so.
2: Yeah, and we'll, I mean, we'll save our, our thoughts on episode two until next week. But all I'll say is, is that show deserves better than this. It really does.
1: That's a bummer. All right, my uh, next one is a South African horror film. The alternate title is Ghetto Goblin, which caught my eye over on Tubi, and I'm like, what's this? And I learned a South African, so I'm like, all right, let me knock off the horrible world tour. The original title, which I'm going to butcher here, is Blood Takolashi, which is like a South African, um, like, you know, creature like uh, Bigfoot, things like that. It'll come and get you. Oh, what's Steve doing? (laughs) Oh, my God, he's doing the medicine, man.
4: Yeah,
1: Um, (laughs) This movie is extremely low budget and a lot of the issues are from inexperienced filmmakers, you know, so you can't really fault them for that. It's like a very, um, like depressed part of the world, I guess you can say, and it's really cool to see representation that is from like the black Af- South African community, because I never seen that before in a horror movie and it was really cool. Um, I actually ended up really liking this movie, even for shortcomings, because it's hilarious. A lot of it is not intentional um for example like this demon oh okay basically like this guy wants to be rich right so he goes to like this medicine man who says like pray to this whatever the demon thing is and it'll grant you your wishes or whatever the demon lives in a literal gourd um full of blood and it's just hilarious like he talks to him and the demon voice is funny the medicine man like i put in my review like if you close your eyes you would think he was masturbating because he's just grunting he's like what are you what are you gonna do and it's just like so funny um, but the gore is surprisingly really good. Like they uh, have some really good after effects, like bodies torn up and a lot of blood. The the comedy works too. Like he's trying to hide bodies and stuff. Um, so for like a low budget thing from a like a small part of the world, like I was really into it. So Ghetto Goblin on Tubi. Um, yeah, isn't something like to is it groundbreaking? No, but for that like you know not represented whatever you want to say part of the world is pretty cool. So Ghetto
0: Goblin Tubi.
3: Tubi
0: i mirror what todd said on that one yeah, it's uh it's a very interesting film for sure and there's yeah, some cool. inadvertently funny moments like you said just like <laughs> the I, I, why is he living in gourd of all things i don't know it's and the, <laughs> the medicine man made me laugh he's just so over the top it's so funny yeah um all right so my last one this week is another 2021 film this one was over i wrote shutter Maybe it was Netflix. I think it's Shutter. I'm not hundred percent sure. And that's Superhost. So, uh, this one, it's a pair of vloggers who, uh, they review like hotel, uh, Airbnbs, uh, for their YouTube channel. And they go to this place that's, uh, infamously like amazing. Like people really love this particular Airbnb. So, uh, they rent it for the weekend and it's in the middle of the woods. And it's this just absolutely gorgeous place. And they set up their cameras and everything, and they start streaming on YouTube. And then they meet the Airbnb host, who is trying her best, like overly trying her best to make sure that, um, you know, they're accommodated for and they're taken care of and everything like that. But she's accommodating them to a point where it starts to get creepy. And a bunch of stuff happens, and it just becomes creepier and creepier as their stay progresses. And they start; she starts messing with their like their YouTube stuff. And anyway, it's a super interesting uh, premise and everything. My wife absolutely loved it. Uh, she thought it was a great film. I thought the film was okay. Like it had some interesting moments, but I will say that you know we're almost uh, you know we're in October now, and this might be. My favorite performance of the year, uh, or at least in the top three performances of the year with the host of this film, she is just fantastic. Uh, playing a really over Crampton Steve. No, no, she just makes an appearance. Uh, okay. uh, I've never seen the one this one before, but I would say it's worth a watch just for this, like just to see her performance as the host. It's so over the top and so crazy. And she does so much with just her face and her eyes it's uh yeah it's definitely cool and very unexpected when she comes on screen Uh, i just wish there was more of her and less of the youtubers that uh, they portray in the film because they're very unlikable to me anyway they're uh you know kind of the typical you know what you would think of people like that where it's all about views and clicks and everything and they really go to a point of how important like it especially the the woman of the two she's so into like you know uh her youtube channel that she puts like real life stuff aside just for views and clicks anyway it's a, it's a whole thing i do recommend it though and that's super host on shutter
1: all righty let's get some trivia questions out is everyone ready
0: yeah, I just got to pull them out People here. Scrambling, I, scrambling. I, I, I got to say, I was getting worried today because so the day we recorded, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, oh. <laughs> uh, Messenger went down, and my very first thought was, like, "Oh shit, how's Kayla gonna get her questions to me? <laughs> Do I have to get come up with my own questions?" Of Kayla, you
4: email us. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it came, came through and actually sent me a DM on Discord <laughs> with yeah. the question. So thank God, thank you, Kayla. You are the queen Seems of uh, we're trivia. over sweating oh yeah, I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to research some questions.
1: <laughs> well, I'm stockpiling Kayla's because I'm doing some Todd originals again tonight. So I have All six right. questions from Kayla. So Kayla, thank you. When, I think I'm gonna like lose steam of creating my own again and just use fallback on Kayla. So thank you. Right. But the uh, scores are, Steve and I are tied at 92 apiece, Joe at 88, Sam at 63. This is game number 38 of trivia. Like that
3: dramatic pause. <laughs> Love
0: it. All right, who would like to lead? You go ahead, Mr. Original. (laughs) Original
3: Todd. Todd.
1: Original Todder. Okay. Where does the film Hunter Hunter take place?
0: Oh, it's in Canada.
1: Canada is correct. Damn it.
0: Mm. Oh, actually, no. Yeah. So the uh, director is from Canada and everything. So it's very Canadian. (laughs) Canadian. I would
1: have accepted Canadian wilderness as well.
0: Mm. (laughs) Fine. Yeah. Fucked up. All right, I'll go next then. Do it. So, as I said, all from Kayla. Okay. Uh, which 1958 creature feature starred Steve McQueen in its first role? The Blob. Correct.
3: Yes. Cars.
0: <laughs> Cars. The Blob.
2: That's Lightning McQueen. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was wondering. He was close. He was close. He's close. He's close.
1: <laughs> Cars. I like that. <laughs> Thank all you. right, Joey or Sammy? I'll go. Well, what
2: year is Jason X set in?
1: You've asked this one before, and you yeah. got it all wrong. Twenty one fifty. Um, twenty
3: two twenty five.
2: Twenty one sixty. You're all wrong. I'll give you one more <laughs> guess. Uh,
1: and are I'll we even say, close? Is
0: it no. in the realm.
2: You're in. You're all about uh, a couple hundred years off. All
0: right. Let's go 2560. Okay.
3: 2200.
0: Okay. The year
1: 23. What are we in 21st century? 23 something. Twenty. You know what I mean? 23.
2: Uh, no. Uh, the correct answer is the year 2455.
1: <laughs> 2455. I'm going to write that one down Let me ask it a third time.
3: <laughs> what I'm was gonna,
2: it? I'm going to ask it once a month until someone gets okay. there. Right. 2455
1: pile that away in the Todd's tips section of my brain.
2: We'll never see that. <laughs> we'll all be dead. Who that's knows if anyone will ever see it. That's nice. Yeah. The way the way <laughs> global warming's going. Right.
1: <laughs> the aliens will come pick us off before. Them.
0: That's why they're in spaceships. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, Sam. All righty. Wait,
1: Next that's the whole plot of Jason X, huh? They're not yeah. on Earth. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, same
3: Because it's in the future that they're not—they're living in space.
1: They're in space. Space. They, they were like just like, earth. like they have another Earth that they made, and that's where Jason goes after he. Right.
3: It's like Star Trek. all righty tonight's trivia questions also come from Kayla. <laughs> I was worried, like Steve was, but she came through on Discord, so this has made me re-download Discord on my phone. So <laughs> hi, guys, but we'll see how long my phone I doesn't I thought you had like a Sam,
1: a Sam one, a Halloween happy one. So a great. Discord? Yeah, I thought you did.
3: Uh, no, not yet. Oh, spoiler. Spoiler. Okay. In the 1985 film Cat's Eye, what creature attempts to steal the life out of a young Drew Barrymore?
2: Yeah. It, does, it has a name right, i mean I know, I know i know i know i know i know what he i know what he looks like but got
3: cat on the board
2: no it's like some. it's like
3: i have the figure it's a good one
0: yeah yeah, it's, yeah
2: it's, i watched that like a it, it, it's it's like a guy isn't it With yeah the... it's like it's like a weird i'm sure it has a name but
0: um rumple still <laughs> i'm gonna go like bob, bob. <laughs> i know what he looks like but like i don't remember yeah um,
3: all right maybe you guys didn't hear the question what creature oh. attempts to steal the life out that's of a, a young creature. more?
0: Um, uh, a cockroach,
1: a genie, and a bottle baby. A, a demon. Read me the wrong way, right way. Right.
3: All right. A you gym. guys are all wrong. No, it's a troll.
2: A troll. That's trolls, man. Yeah, I got to watch little, out for them. Yeah, I got a little <laughs> figure on me. He's pretty cool. Fake fan. Cool little guy.
3: Fake <laughs> fan, Joe.
2: Well, I mean, I, I didn't know he was a troll. You I mean, haven't even like seen the movie. Creature looking you thing. probably yeah, got I it did. in
3: a bam box. There's a
2: lot of great episodes. There's and a loot crate. Well, it's an anthology. Cat's Eye is an anthology. Yeah, it's an anthology. Loot yeah. crate. <laughs> That's one, that one has the dogs can lick two. I believe, episode series two, which is, is really it? cool. I think so.
1: All right. In the movie seven, we just watched this. John Doe's apartment is full of his ramblings in various notebooks. According to Morgan Freeman, how long would it take the cops to read them?
0: Oh, yeah. I remember the scene. Search your feelings.
3: Three years.
1: Three years is on the board. You're a little little high there, girls. Break down a notch. <laughs> 300 you know, like, days. 300 days.
3: 75 days.
2: 75. <laughs> okay. 75. Did, you say, did you say how many years it would take?
1: No, just how long oh, it would take. Oh, how
2: long it would take? It would take.
1: <laughs> six, days on the six months six months on the board
0: i'll go three months
1: three months on the board everyone is incorrect it's two months uh, One month.
2: uh, all right back to me no it's mine all right all
0: right um what is the name of the underground city in nightbreed
2: man i have not seen nightbreed since like high school <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i
2: couldn't
1: tell you
3: i don't remember
1: um, it's on no, it's on the tip of my fucking like wiener. Wiener. <laughs> yeah, this gonna, this, I'm gonna be so mad when I don't get this one. <sighs> I don't drawing a blank. I don't know.
0: All right, you, you give up? It's uh. No. Knitting. Too late. Yeah, I was gonna grab
1: the book. It's behind me. <laughs> yeah, it's mid <laughs> Oh, midian or something like that. Midian. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have the book. I haven't read it yet.
2: I gotta rewatch that. I wonder if Uh, it holds up. I don't
1: like it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: All right. (laughs) Quentin Tarantino named this movie as his favorite all-time slasher. Uh,
0: Silent Night, Deadly Night. Okay. Good guess. I I just watched a movie that I think referenced this.
1: What movie is that? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what movie he talks about that.
0: He does. uh, Yeah, I, I saw him in a documentary where he talks about it. History of Horror. Maybe or Probably. in the search of darkness. With Eli
1: Roth or something. Or... Yeah, it's
0: mm-hmm. one of those. Ah, uh, Christ! I'm, I'm just gonna go like Halloween. But
2: all right, Sam, would you like to guess?
3: Um, last house on the left. Can I have
1: a follow up?
2: No, Uh you're all wrong. Yes, I'll give you each one more guess if you'd like. It's a slasher slasher film.
1: Black Christmas.
2: Black Christmas is incorrect. Fuck. Let's go with
1: better not be
0: something generic like halloween
2: I already steve said already halloween,
0: said so. Halloween. oh did he yeah i did uh, i'll go friday the 13th i really
2: don't friday the 13th <laughs> incorrect sam last Darn. guess
3: um it's probably like my bloody valentine texas right chainsaw this.
2: incorrect you should have listened to todd it was my bloody valentine <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: a bitch. Man,
2: hard. Yeah. Uh, we just watched the uh, history of horror uh the new season just started and it was sequels that don't suck. Oh, nice!
1: Yeah, that's with Eli
2: Roth. Is he doing it? Yeah, yeah, Yep. And Psycho 2 is on there, Todd. They gave Psycho 2 a lot of Psycho
1: love. Psycho 2 is great, man. Mm-hmm. I should have
2: got uh, two there was one like, on questions. there that I was very dumbfounded by, though. Which one? They gave a lot of love to The First Purge,
1: <laughs> really? Did they? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really watching
2: all the other ones i was in like pretty total agreement with um, except they showed three from hell because rob zombie was on there obviously i'm yeah, like oh. but all the other ones i was in they did like cool. they yeah. did Dream War like they did a whole thing on dream warriors um mm-hmm. what other do you remember else what else they covered sam on that um i don't
3: i think yeah. you said every- pretty much everything oh, they yeah, did they bride
2: did- of chucky dawn of the yeah. dead oh, wow. they did talk about dawn of the dead okay mm-hmm. nice
1: better yeah seriously um I believe Sam is up yep all righty let me
3: Should've get back to got him let me get back to where I need to be I'm getting old all righty what type of animal terrorizes Jennifer Connolly in Dario argento's film phenomena um
1: yeah. I believe that is oh damn it he's still my answer oh maybe he's wrong you're
0: wrong
3: Oh, sorry. What did you say? I thought he was still. De- I thought he was I, yeah. still debating. I said a cat. All right, we got cat on the board.
1: Oh, so maybe he's not. Um, I'll, I guess I'll say a dog then. I answer first. I'll, I'll
3: go a mouse. Cat. <laughs> what did Steve say? A mouse a mouse. A rat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mouse rat. I would have said cat too. So. It's...
3: No, you guys are all wrong. It's a chimpanzee with a straight razor.
0: Oh. Wow, I've never seen that movie before.
3: Me neither. I, don't
2: that at all. I, I mean, sure. I've. It's been a long time. I think I've seen. It. I saw it a long, long time ago.
1: All right, my last one. All right, Todd. Um, in the Candyman remake, the one that just came Ooh. out three, or four episodes ago. Name the two main characters. Candyman. Not Candyman.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sam would know this, I feel like, better than mm-hmm. any of us. Name the two gets- main characters. I
1: need their, their character name, not their actor name, but I remember their actor names being difficult to
0: pronounce. Yeah, it's uh myself. Yeah, so yeah
2: something was something like I that. think yeah.
0: Oh my god. Sad uh, deep.
3: Sherman. Eh. <laughs> Shervin.
0: No, no. no he's, he's got a he's regular name. He's not the main
2: that's the candyman guy yeah. you're thinking of. He, yeah,
0: yeah, he's got a regular name hmm This is something. Oh, Anthony? An- Anthony's one, yeah. OK,
1: Anthony's one. Joe, can you finish it? What uh, can the someone girl. steal the girl's name?
3: Brianna.
0: Oh,
1: OK, Sam, in with the steal. I didn't should think they you guys a, were considering her Should they both get a point,
3: Steve?
0: Right. A half yeah, point? I mean, the girl and the guy, right? <laughs> no, she, yeah, she gets the point. Well, All right. Sam or both of them, since Sam. Joe answered. Sam gets one? OK.
4: Yeah.
3: Joe I doesn't
0: get a, a point? point? Well, you could. <laughs>
1: OK. <well. laughs> All ones across the board. Usually, was- there's
0: a stilo. So.
3: Right, I would consider point.
1: I would consider her main character. I mean, she's like the only other character character in that movie. Right. I
3: wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what like w- what side you were asking from. You know? What do you mean? <sighs> Nothing.
0: I mean, I would argue the Candyman is really the star. So <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> Anthony. Well, there's different, well,
2: candy there's the other can, yeah. yeah
0: I, would I
3: was he- thinking of the other one, the, and Anthony. no,
2: I I would say Anthony's the star of the movie, though. No, yeah. he is, but I yeah. was thinking
3: of him and the Candyman are the two main characters, like the guy that, yeah,
1: really I love
3: knowing.
0: That's my question. That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, last question here from Kayla What is the name of the half human, half fly monstrosity in the remake of the fly,
2: Brundlefly? And-
0: yeah, that's correct. Damn it. Good. That was fast. <laughs> yeah, baby. It's a good one. That's such
1: like a sweaty, gross movie. Nah,
2: it it's is. a great one. Ugh. That's what we should maybe consider covering. We should,
0: yeah. yeah. Hey, man, we have to because it's a Vincent Price. We could do a double. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this gross. in the Discord recently where, I, uh, or maybe it was during the live chat, where how much we love the old version because it's just a fly head on a scientist, essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome.
2: All right. Last one for me is, what is the only Nightmare on Elm Street film where Freddie's sweater is different? First than one. solid red sleeves. That is correct.
3: Yeah. Nice. It's a great question.
2: Well, thanks to Kayla because she sent him.
1: <laughs> Kayla, the-
2: a lot of people don't know that.
1: That's a- yep, I would have guessed New Nightmare.
2: Well, you'd wrong. be wrong, bitch. <laughs> wrong.
1: <laughs> oh. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all righty ready last question
1: hit it mm-hmm.
3: you gotta be quick about it because i feel like all of you better are not be paranormal
4: related Paranorman.
1: <laughs> she looked at it <laughs> <laughs> tagline <like>, norman <laughs> <laughs> his last name's like something strange to like Tikowski or something
3: no
2: Ooh, i didn't even know he had a last name
3: yes yeah, you did joe we talked about it okay what right. is the name buff
0: Okay. <laughs> Witchy wiener. <know>. Jebediah. <laughs> Say it right, Steve. Jebediah. I know, I
3: always die. I'm like, is it Jebediah? And I've been hearing it wrong. Okay. Jebediah. What is the name of Buffalo Bill's dog in Silence of the Lambs?
4: Um
0: uh, Sweetheart?
3: We got a sweetheart on the board.
0: What is it? God I could like picture <laughs> he calls her sweetheart, I think. Precious? So. Precious.
1: Precious, fucking Joe. Yeah. again. Joe got it. Damn it! it. That's right. Oh yeah,
0: coming back. Back, baby. He, he, he does, back, He does. call her pre- uh, sweetheart though a few times.
3: <laughs> oh, God, Todd gets a point too. What? Hell no!
0: <laughs> Hell no!
1: <laughs> I'll take it. It's her question, guys. <laughs> I tried, I tried it's her <laughs> It's my question. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: I won't give it. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> Is that the last one?
3: That's the no, last one. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. You guys want a bonus?
1: No, no bonus You gotta get to the, the movie boner. all <laughs> right we have
0: questions and everything too steve
1: pulls ahead 94 myself 93 joe 91 sam 64 thank you for your questions kayla all right paranormal um all right this one came out in 2012 a misunderstood boy takes on ghosts zombies and grown-ups to save his to save his town from a centuries-old curse uh, all right so Paranorman is about a young man who's kind of ridiculed because he sees ghosts and he doesn't hide it so the entire town uh, his peers at school his family they kind of shit on him all the time um, His mom and dad think he's playing games and like he needs to grow up think he's making shit up um, so he doesn't have a lot of friends and but he does have his grandmother who passed away and she's a ghost in his house because she has unfinished business which is to take care of him um, Norman since like she's like his you know big connector family member or whatever you want to say Um, so they have a crazy uncle that he's not allowed to talk to and the uncle kind of stalks him and he's like, Hey, at one point he's like paranormal or Norman, like you can see ghosts too. And there's a curse because they live in a town that is called Blythe and it's kind of like Salem where there's a bunch of witches and stuff like that. And apparently there's a curse of the witch where he has to read from a book every so often to stop the witch from coming back and destroying the town. He's like, you need to do it because I'm about to die and you're the only one to see ghosts and you can do that. Blah, blah, blah. So uh, we follow Norman around as he's talking to ghosts, trying to figure out how to lift the curse or stop the curse from happening and running away from zombies that take over the town. Uh, all right, Steve, this has been your pick.
0: Yes, I, I tried to get it in last year. No, we, no one voted for it. This year, uh, when we did the Discord uh, you know, choices, Kayla said Paranorman and it was a close second to Pumpkinhead, so we decided to do it very excited because i love this movie it's one i watch every single uh, october and i have since pretty much when i bought the blu-ray in 2013 or 2014 um i think it's just like a fun halloween movie you know it's about a kid who loves horror and loves halloween and he goes through this adventure in his halloween town and uh just you know it's funny it's charming Uh, It's got a good message. Uh, It's got some really cool horror references uh, that we'll get into, I guess, a little bit later. And I just always enjoy watching this. And I always look forward to watching it every single October. Um, Yeah, it's just, I'm happy we get to do it because A, I think people should definitely see it. And B, I could finally get to talk about some of the things in the movie that I thought were really good. Now it's not a perfect movie, um, but there are some issues and I'll talk about those as well. But overall, it's an enjoyable watch. I'll go next.
2: Uh, yeah, so I had never seen this before. Very first time watching it. So I I really had like no expectations and I had no idea what to expect. Like I didn't watch a trailer so, or anything like that. So I went in completely blind. And I mean, I had a lot of fun with this one. It's like a really fun, like Steve said, like a really fun, like cute, like Halloween, like kids movie. Um, You can tell like, it, but you know, there is like, they do, there is some like pretty adult themes in here. Like, especially like, you know, when we find out like, like the whole like meaning behind this curse and stuff like that it gets pretty like deep um which i thought was great like and it keeps like the adults um interested as well um so i think this is like a, a good movie for adults and children alike um you can tell that that uh the filmmakers like really had like a genuine love for horror or else it seemed like it that they did. Cause like they put a lot of um, little Easter eggs in there and stuff like that, that only horror fans are going to pick up on, which I really appreciated. Obviously I really appreciated it too, because it's clearly set around like a Salem uh, type thing. Like, uh, you know, so I thought, I really thought that was cool to see that and yeah, like overall, very, very enjoyable movie.
3: I'll go next. Okay. So I actually saw Paranorman in the theaters and I fell in love with this movie so fast. Um, obviously because it's spooky and Norman has such a love for like creepy, scary things. And he's kind of a loner who doesn't let a lot of people in just because of his ability to see and talk to dead people. Um, I love it. Because it's like based off of some pretty cool towns, Salem, including to be one of those. And it's just such a funny movie. I was literally laughing out loud. It's one that I like to watch every year. Um it's also really sad, too. Like I always bawl my eyes out every time I watch it. Like I was holding my breath when I was watching it with jokes. I didn't want him to know how much it makes me cry. But it is so sad, but it has like a really good happy ending. and, I don't know, just like Norman is just a little sweetheart. He has such a little good heart. Like everyone needs a Norman in their life, you know? And I'm interested to know what Steve means that there were some things about it that could have been better or whatever he said.
1: Everyone needs a Norman and a Neil.
0: I love Neil Neil is
3: great he's so encouraging and Mm -hmm. I love the scene where like he wants to throw the stick and Norman's like I I don't know what to do he's like well you just grab the stick and you throw it and it's like oh it's just so cute and encouraging and I don't know it's just so great
1: yeah and his brother's a good character too Mm -hmm. Alvin Um, yeah I mirror everything everyone said I liked it a lot and it's got like a huge heart um pulls up the heartstrings like with the dog scene you're talking about playing fetch super sad uh grandma staying around just to take care of norman mm-hmm. super sad um and then the whole thing with the witch that's heartbreaking too and it gets pretty uh pretty dark there at the end for a kids movie so i liked it so steve you want to take over with what you didn't like
0: uh, first i'll talk about just a few things i really did like uh like more specific things first neil I fucking love the Neil character. He made me laugh almost every single time he was on screen. I especially love when he's playing with the dog and he's like kissing it and stuff. And Norman's like, "Uh, that's not his face. (laughs) Turns out he's kissing the dog's butt. (laughs) Um, And then also when uh, he calls... Uh, Norman and it's the Halloween uh, theme, and he looks outside and he's in a hockey mask, yes. like with the sheet and everything. Just these little touches that I fucking super love about this. Or even when they uh they go to his house and are like, You better not be in there watching uh, their mom's aerobics DVD, and it's like a pause that uh you know, <laughs> a girl's bite on the uh you know, just these little touches that I really, really loved about that. So I thought that was great. I love Norman's relationship with his grandmother how she's just like super chill and everything and everything that he does with the ghosts, like how good of a relationship he has with all the ghosts and he knows them all. And, but also how crazy he looks to others because, you know, obviously there's no one there. Like for example, when he's talking to, or he's petting the um, raccoon, but it's like, you know, oh, he's like dead yeah. on the road and stuff. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just a really fun film. Love his room. We talked about that. And before uh, I even love like Mitch. So that's Neil's brother.
1: Yeah, I misspoke. Um, My bad. I, I called him Alvin yeah. the bird.
0: He's a dickhead. Yeah. Right. Uh, Mitch is just like a good character as well, and I like what they ended up doing with that character where you know he's being hit on the whole movie, but yeah, he's a homosexual, and he just never reveals it. It's just like, a, you know, they don't play it off like this big thing. It's just, he's gay, and that's it. And I, I thought that that was a nice message as well.
4: Yeah, I
1: think it was a, I read that it was the first openly gay character in an animated film. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: Very Nice. Yeah, it and a really played- good
1: delivery too. It was like everything like, about it was
0: good. No, yeah, yeah exactly. It was just normal, it was just normal. say so, hey, right. my, my boyfriend will love you, because you know, we'll do this. And it's like uh, that's great. Um, where I think uh the movie falls a little bit is I find it takes a while to get to that like last act. Uh so I find the beginning like really good and part of the middle, but there's like a little point there between like them trying to fi- figure out how to stop uh, the witch and the last scene with the uh, Norman, the little girl that it takes a long, like it feels like a long time to get there. And it's just like, okay, let's, let's just get to it already. So I think that's a bit of a downer for me. Uh, what'd you guys think of that?
2: I, sorry. I, I, I was just going to really quick. I a hundred percent agree with you. That was my only negative with the movie is I was going to say, I think that about three quarters of the way through it kind of, uh, putters a little bit but then it it gets there you know and when it does get there it it, it makes up for it
0: yeah exactly and that, that, that was I guess my big one negative it's just because it does really take a dip there for a little while but it, at least it sticks to landing so overall you know
3: yeah that. I think so too Steve because like every time I start it like my favorite scene is when they do like the the shot around Norman, when you can finally see like his point of view of his world, that's like my favorite thing. I get so giddy. And then I'm like, Oh, I forgot how much I love this movie. And it's so fun from here on out. But then there is that part where it kind of slows down and you're it's, it's still good, but it definitely does slow down. And then it kind of picks back up. So
2: I love the zombie character in this yeah. <laughs> too they're, i just love the looks of all of them they're all just they all have their own like unique looks to them and i i uh i love them i love that they made them into like the like the uh like pilgrim type characters
0: it's just so cool so fun yeah, i love uh john's goodman's character as well mm. uh, i i find the scene where he's trying to get the book from his dead like body so hilarious when he's like licking <laughs> him and stuff accidentally and it's just like yeah that, that was a super funny scene i, I kind of wish- toilet <laughs> <was a> 22- <laughs> yeah. so good yeah i kind of wish john goodman was in it more because i love that guy but uh yeah it was still nice to see him in this film
3: every time he floats out well the first time when he floats out and you think he's dying and then he goes back in he's like oh nope not today and then he does it again i always hope that i'm like please go back in your body but he never does
0: you guys got any uh anything to add before i go to the questions to oh
1: it's a good movie it's a great kid movie too
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So let's get to the questions just to, to spur a little conversation. Uh, first one's from goal 31 She asks, what's her favorite scene? I understand you kind of answered already. It's just mm-hmm. the spin, which is a great scene, a great reveal uh, yeah. for the whole world and a good way to introduce us to the world. You know.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I agree.
0: That's my favorite scene as well.
2: When like you're talking when he's like walking down the street and he sees all like the ghosts and says hi to them and all. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's, that's probably my favorite scene
1: as well. I'll go with the uh, fetch scene it's really uh it's just a lovable scene so
3: I also really like the scene of where we get to see Agatha and like her powers and stuff like I just love how they blend like the purples and the greens all together like it's such a tornado of like scariness and so much power power I just love that scene too
0: yeah it's great um Yeah, I love the scene as well, where we get to see Norman for the first time, uh, where he's waking up and you see the zombie toothbrush and him putting on Mm -hmm. the zombie slippers and in his zombie room and his little relationship with his grandma. I think it set what Norman was all about really early, you know, and Mm -hmm. within five minutes of the movie, I already care about this character, you know, and that I thought was done really brilliantly. So that would probably be one of my Mm -hmm. favorite scenes.
2: Even the intro, like when he's watching that Bihar movie,
0: like he's watching is really fun too. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, next question is from Kaylee. She wants to know, uh, just want to hear how many Salem places you and Sam recognize, speaking to you, Joe. Hmm.
2: Um, I mean, there's not like any, like... (sighs) particular like places but old like the town hall is definitely like modeled after Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely modeled after the old old town hall and like the witch statue is sort of I guess supposed to be like a play on the bewitch statue downtown um and then like, obviously that main street is supposed to be like Essex Street, but there, it's kind of like all very subtle, like besides that, I guess the town hall, which definitely looks just like the town hall in Salem.
3: I was thinking that that witch statue might be um, also, what's the one in front of the Salem witch Museum, Museum is it yeah. Jonathan the, Corwin, Jonathan
2: Corwin, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: that's what I was thinking. I don't really think it's supposed to be like the Bewitch statue. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then for like witches Wiener, I feel like that's kind of like the place of witches Brew Cafe that's here in Salem. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
3: I yeah. know that there were some other towns that they based it off of too,
2: like Sleepy Hollow, because it's called um Bly Hollow, right? I believe is what it's yep. called. So yeah, they definitely. I think I feel like it's like a mix of Sleepy Hollow and like Salem together
0: do your like schools or whatever also tie into the witches? Like, is that how ingrained witches are to, uh, to Salem? Or is that more for the movie?
2: No, the high, the high school's mascot is the witches, the Salem witches.
0: It's just (laughs) so so weird to have a mascot based off murders. Right. (laughs) Yeah,
4: no, it's totally like, yeah.
0: And they kind of make that point in the movie, right? Like guys are completely commercializing. A tragedy Mm -hmm. and it's right odd
2: we me and sam talk about that like all the time we're like it's like in a way it's very like odd like how like they've completely capitalized on something that was so like tragic you know and it's like why is it okay like right like it's like and i don't know
0: like yeah i can't think they would never they would never do it for like 9 11 for anything you know like yeah right like can you you think of any other situation where a town is based off like murders essentially and celebrated almost like you don't go to fucking nova scotia to titanic town where people like ride on boats and like you know it's it's dressed up as icebergs it's it's weird it's
3: (laughs) I mean, maybe it's a little different or it's not, some people don't see it. Like, I don't know, maybe because it's also people tie it in with Halloween and then they also tie it in with like, um, I mean, it is sad, of course, that those people died, but maybe they, it's like a thing of where, um, I don't want to say appreciation, but it is crazy. It's like people who are into witchery now. And like, if you believe in the universe and stuff like that, like there's things that I believe in that back then people would have killed me because they would have been like wow you're a witch so maybe it's more of like I don't know what I'm trying to say not an appreciation but
1: like a homage I don't know because like
3: there are people that like capitalize on it um, but I'm just saying maybe that's why the lines get a little blurred because it's kind of spooky kind of Halloweenish um stuff like that if that makes yeah. sense.
2: It's, like, very, it's like 50-50, too, because, like, a lot of the museums are, they do teach, like, the actual history of, like, what happened, you know, and not in, like, a cheesy way. But then, you know, obviously you have, like, other places that go after, like, the spooky witches stuff and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, it's, like, a very weird thing. But so you have, like, and- one
1: side that, like, yeah, they were evil witches, and they did this, this, and this, and the other side's, like, oh, they really wanted land, so they decided to say you know they're which like is it that down the middle
3: no
2: i mean it's either like people that are actually trying to teach the history and then the others that are playing off of the movie witch stuff you know and like the halloween witch stuff so it's like kind of like that um but i I mean i guess because like it happened like i don't know like four or five hundred four or five hundred years ago maybe like people don't think about it as being as like offensive um but yeah i mean i don't know it's like a super interesting uh conversation and i don't know one we could probably do a whole episode on of maybe not a horror squad podcast episode but
1: you can almost compare it to gettysburg yeah like a giant ass battlefield where like thousands of dudes died and that's like the whole town's identity now is that battle Right. Do
3: people go visit that place? I guess it's a huge battlefield thing. Okay.
1: Right. It's a battlefield tour and a haunt, and they do haunted tours and things like that.
2: They do. Oh. They do do like ghost tours because it's supposedly like one of the most haunted places in in the world. But it's also not done like here, like in Oct. Like everyone just floods here in October because which is Halloween. But it's like really it's all these innocent women were murdered <laughs> like you know that and like people don't really think about that people just think of the fun like halloween aspect of the town which is what it's kind of you know melded into over the years which i guess isn't like a bad thing in a way but like it, it is an interesting
0: um thing leave yeah, it to us to go into this big philosophical <laughs> right. chat during a kid's like halloween <laughs> <laughs> back to paranormal <laughs> right uh well the other one's actually pretty deep as well uh this one's from weezer face did you want the whole town to get massacred by that poor little girl's ghost me too
2: <laughs> i mean the town doesn't deserve to pay for the sins um you know perhaps the the people that killed her the zombies that came back you know they they I mean, and they have been paying for it for hundreds of years, right? They haven't been able to cross over, you know? And
4: but it's just like been... they
3: didn't know, though. So why wouldn't the, the town is just in the same place? Like they wouldn't know any better. So they would want her dead. You know what I mean?
2: Like the townspeople? Well, they were like
3: becoming they
1: those people, witch,
4: right? right?
3: But I mean, like they, they went, they were in the monster mentality for the zombies, right? Because they weren't aware of what was going on. So it's like, what's the difference?
2: No. Yeah. They were, I mean, they were doing the exact same thing that those people did. Right. But they, I mean, they didn't deserve to die. Like, right. Like,
3: but I mean, I don't, I feel like not saying that they deserve to die, but like, they weren't in the face of it until the zombies came. And then they, I feel like they are, they, already had that mentality they just weren't presented with it like that's already in that that was already in them naturally you know Mm -hmm.
2: yeah i mean that's in most unfortunately most of like of us men mentality like a mob mentality sets in and everyone just kind of follows each other like in those situations which is like it's a great like kind of story to teach like especially children like think for yourself
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, don't like follow these mobs like you know, which Norman doesn't do, you know, and that's, you know, and he ends
0: up saving the day. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think the town people should have been murdered or massacred mm-hmm. for it. I think education is, you know, where to go with this. Uh, They didn't do the murder, uh, you know, their ancestors did and it does that make i mean let, let me tell you about the world a lot of people deserve to get massacred if that was the case if you yeah. right. live by our ancestors factions. since right. uh so i think education and moving forward is the important thing here and that's kind of what the town <sighs> eventually does once norman mm-hmm. kind of figures out the mystery uh you know and clears the town the town can now move forward and learn from their mistakes and not make the same mistake again so i think that's more of the important message of this movie is that we can't change our past, but let's move forward by learning off each other and and understanding each other better.
1: Are there still uh, families from that era
0: that live in Salem?
1: E- I, yes, I believe there are
2: some people that have like direct ties mm-hmm. um, to some of the witches that were well, not witches, but some of the alleged women. Uh, yeah, the women that are were they home. like
1: quote unquote town celebrities, or they partake no. in the history stuff.
2: No, or it's pretty qui- quiet. Th- no, they're pretty quiet about it. You know. Um, yeah, I like I don't know any of them personally or anything like that. But I mean, I know there are people still living. I mean, there's only so there's only one actual building in Salem that still um, is standing, like from the witch trials, which is called the witch house that you can go uh, and visit it was the uh, judges. Who persecuted um, the women? Like his Bugs. house that you can go visit, yeah. But um, and then there's like a memorial downtown. Um, there's also there's also another place in town that you can go and visit um, is where they figured out where the actual hangings uh, took place. Uh, behind it's behind a Walgreens. Oh, no, so yeah, so you That's can a go problem I have with like historical
1: stuff. Like I was looking at Greece and stuff, and I want to go to mm-hmm. Sparta where like Thermopylae was. Yeah but then it's like I look at pictures now and there's a fucking pizza hut yeah, next yeah. door. I'm like gosh mm-hmm. this sucks
2: yeah it's like weird like when I went to um uh when I went to Greece it was like that like I went to the uh the acropolis and it's like it's just like a major city like you know that you like a normal city like I I like a, compared it to like Boston like I'm just like it's just like a normal looking city but then you have like this massive like Like ancient building it's so weird to see um i mean it's still like amazing but yeah i I get what you're saying todd
0: yeah actually my friend went to egypt and he took pictures of the pyramid and it's like this perfect like you know just the pyramids as you'd expect them and he's Mm -hmm. like i took a picture like one like (laughs) click to the right and it's all like fucking you know stores and all that shit Yeah, Yeah, it's just the way it is now you know our last question uh this is from marla creature feature who is your favorite ghost and would you want the ability on the level that he has to talk with ghosts? Ghosts from this movie or ghosts in general? Uh, let's do both. Why not? To...
1: The ghost that lives in my house because he's not mean or she's not mean. So <laughs> shout out to the ghost. Um, <laughs> would I like the ability? No, it'd be too scary.
0: And who's your favorite ghost in this movie?
1: Um, I like the greaser, dude. that was like, hey, Norman, you cut school? <laughs> yeah. <That was> cool.
2: <laughs> Um, I, know I don't, I wouldn't want the ability to talk to them just cause like, I feel like it would, um, I think I'd just be scared more than anything. Um, and my favorite ghost in the movie would uh, probably the, I like the, I love the, I mean, do the pilgrim zombies count? Those aren't really, uh, based, I mean, I well,
0: they become ghosts eventually. So yeah.
2: If not, I'll go with the dog.
3: <laughs> I'll go with, um, Norman's grandma. Mm. and yes i would want to talk to ghost
1: have joe's mom teach you
2: have you ever tried sam like have you ever tried talking to the ones like you've seen
3: i mean like i'm on like um i'm in the middle like i don't i can see ghost and like i i feel like i can talk to them but i don't get a lot back From them because I'm scared and so I try to keep on the line of where I believe in it enough to where they don't have to like move things to prove that they're real to me and then I try not to like dive into it to where that's like all I see because it does scare me
1: so you Mm -hmm. acknowledge it to the point where they don't try to make it a point to get you yeah like
3: all like like if I see something I'm like okay I see you but don't scare me like
1: Mm. now can I, they I've go never, wherever the fuck they want
3: i believe so
1: mm. and like tied to like a house or something
3: i mean it's just like how they were talking i feel like how they were talking about it with uh paranorman like and even patty has said it like if they're tied to a place it's just because either something bad happened they recently lost their life they are trying to do something else before they pass on um but i feel like they're always tied to that place where they have that purpose. At like, I don't think they're just going to like Brazil and on vacation and all of this stuff. Like, I don't think it's yeah. like that for them. Like, they don't know places. When, or you have locations. The time,
1: when you have the time, can you watch a ghost story? I know Steve didn't like it, but I think you might because I am.
3: Is that the one where it's the Casey um, Affleck,
1: the
0: ghost goes. in the sheet?
1: Yeah. Will it
3: make me sad?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. is
3: it depressing?
1: Yeah. Yes.
3: All right. I'll try to watch it. But
1: I I, th- I think you would enjoy where it goes. And I, I hope Steve watches this again. Not on a fucking overnight flight you manage.
3: Yeah, <laughs> on,
0: on my phone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll
2: give it Why, shot. Steve? Why? <laughs> all I know is she eats a pie for like twenty she minutes. She does. That's all I heard. That's a weird yeah,
1: that's a weird <laughs> choice. For <any> um, <laughs> I
2: I've never asked Sam this, but um like when we're walking around town, like in Salem, obviously, like it's supposedly like a really haunted place. Have you ever like seen like anybody like or anything like a ghost like when we're walking around like how would you know though um
3: i don't really see like it's not like a clear picture of them like i don't see a clear picture it's more like an energy that's what i feel is energy like i don't see ghosts like patty does i feel like energy like if it's good or if it's bad well you said you saw that
2: little boy though
3: well but that's like not very often
2: though not often okay Mm -hmm. all right
3: that was because, like, I feel like that. I saw that because it was at your mom's house where she
2: mm-hmm.
3: not gives like your, them your power, but she acknowledges get, yeah. them. So I feel like they're stronger there. If mm-hmm. that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm.
3: Great. Now Joe's gonna leave for work, and I'm gonna have to sleep with my <laughs> lamp on. No, it's <laughs> fine.
2: <laughs> uh, can we talk about the very ending, like where this curse all came from and stuff like
3: that?
0: Yeah, I'll just add to the question and then uh, yeah. we'll go with that. Um, so my favorite ghost in the movie is also the grandma. I thought she was mm-hmm. super sweet and yeah, I love her was. character. And I love the little ending that they give her with the dad. I thought that was a nice scene. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm.
3: I know. I cried.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite ghosts of all time, though, are the hitchhiking ghosts from the Haunted Mansion. Of course. Uh, you know, I have a ton of merch from them, so I love them. And uh, yes, I absolutely would want to just chat with ghosts all the time for a few reasons. Uh, number one, it would prove afterlife to me so I wouldn't have to fear death at all because I would know that it wouldn't be the end. Two, I wouldn't be sad when people die because I know I could still talk to them, so it really wouldn't change all that much. In fact, I'd probably see them more because they're ghosts now and they can just hang out anytime I want to. And three, it'd just be really helpful, you know, like for trivia or... Uh, you know,
1: just to have... A... <laughs> I'd probably get tired of you watching Tubi all the damn time. <laughs> right? No, like, <laughs> like fuck, um... really,
0: Shark Exorcist? Yeah. I-, I just added two things to today to my list that you guys are going to roll your eyes at um let me just it's called blood fart lake
1: oh uh, that's a that's a chris siever movie
0: oh is it oh fuck no filthy
1: mcnasty which i know you gave a half star
0: right and and monstered (laughs) (laughs) anyway um yeah so i think that would be really cool to, to speak to ghosts and i would rather shut the idea of it except it would suck for certain you know things but uh Mostly, I think it'd be a good thing. When's the Muppets Haunted Mansion coming out? Next week. week. Is it? And the uh, Undertaker thing is tomorrow. Oh, nice. Which I also (laughs) want to watch. So, looking forward to that. Uh, All right. So, let's talk about the end of the movie. What do you want to say, Joe, about uh, the very end?
2: No, just like how, like, what we come to find out. Like, where this, you know, this whole curse came from was basically, like, essentially the Salem witch trials. Like, this, we come to find out that this curse who basically it was portrayed as like this, like really scary, like evil witch woman is cursing this town. What we come to find out is that it's really just this poor little young girl about the same age as Norman um, was accused of being a witch just because she was different, just like Norman is now. And um, these zombies um, who are basically running the town um, were the people that, um, Uh, murdered this poor innocent young girl and she basically put a curse on the town because, you know, they wronged her and she's been, you know, cursing the town ever since. I mean, it's a, it's a very heartbreaking scene to see and uh, not something I was expecting. um, And pretty dark and sad for like a children's movie, but um, I I thought it was good. I thought it was great. Like it was really impactful.
1: I agree. They went there. And it was sad the whole time. He felt bad for her. He couldn't help it. But it wraps up nicely, too, with everyone getting to move on and, I guess, right the wrongs, even though I mean, you can't really write a wrong killing a little girl like that. But, um, yeah.
3: Um, yeah, the ending is really sad but happy. My chest and heart hurt so bad when Norman was against the tree talking to her and he was like this looks like a nice place where you can go to sleep and then she like passes away and super sad man so sad like and she was talking she was talking about like how her mom left her there to where the people could come and grab her and i'm just like oh you poor thing
0: yeah it was was a great ending uh good message and just You know put put a nice cap on otherwise a really great film
2: so i I like that they showed like the zombies like how remorseful they were too like they even like even the zombies get their arc you know like that you know that they were like super remorseful and felt like terrible about it like and when norman can actually like talk to the zombies that's a funny scene actually too when like he's Like Norman talks in normal, but then you hear like the zombies talking, like, and what the normal people hear. And it's just like like them like moaning and like speaking gibberish. That was pretty funny. But no, I mean, it it wraps up really, really nicely. And uh, yeah, great message. And yeah,
0: really sweet. And last thing before we rate it, uh, can we talk about how weird the mom's head looks? Like the shape (laughs) of it. I was just so thrown off by it. It They got the belly stiff. I mean, everybody's
2: super goofy
0: looking in this. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's, it's like it got its own aesthetic. Uh, yeah. It the, does. The, like Coraline has a similar aesthetic too. Like, where they're amazing uh, work different by the movies. filmmakers. Man. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I wish so this movie got more love. Like, yeah. I think this movie needs to be seen by more people. It kind of just. Yeah, and this guy's only directed, I think, two other movies. So. Yeah.
2: I looked him up and I said that to Sam. I was like, wow, he hasn't really done much else. It said The Missing Link, which was like a Bigfoot yeah. Yeah, yeah, type that movie one. he yeah. did. Yeah. Was that any good?
1: uh it's more kid kitty kitty yeah all right yeah all right, right Rate right this motherfucker all righty it's your movie I'll steve s- oh never mind joe i'll start us off
2: um yeah so great uh first time watching. and it was a great first time watch i really enjoyed it i will definitely something i would watch around like every halloween time i think it's like a great like halloween aesthetic type movie um so i'm gonna give it like i said there's just that one little negative where we talked about where i think it does you know putter a little bit uh three quarters of the way through but picks back up i'm giving it an eight
1: i mirror that 100 a solid fat eight out of ten or four out of five on letterbox really cute movie lots of heart love the art and the characters it's great
3: i'm going to give this film a frightful 10. It literally a has every ten. a perfect 10. It literally has everything you could ever want out of a fun Halloween spooky movie that will make you feel good, that'll make you laugh. It's pleasing to the eyeballs. It's fantastic.
0: And I'm close to you guys. I'm 8.5. I really enjoy it. Like I said, I mean, I watch it every single October. It's one of the ones I don't miss. Like I every year I make a point to watch it, so Highly regarded and super loved.
1: Yeah, and as as a dad, my patience with animated films is is that I'm at my fucking limit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I can I can watch a movie like this, like because it's it's just it's good. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like Wreck It Ralph is a good movie. Right. It's not just like a kid movie. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. Dug this it. is like this is where like doing the podcast is great because like I never would have watched this otherwise. Probably you know. So like I'm glad that you know. The listeners gave us like a push to to watch it. And yeah, Absolutely. I'm really happy we did.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm glad Steve finally got to watch this one too. Yeah. Uh, on to the Again. next Crusade, <laughs> yeah.
0: which was on my, my...
1: paranormal. Nope, now we're you... on never cru... watching that, Joe. Never. Now we're on to my Crusade, <laughs> right, no. Jersey Shore Shark Attack. Thank
0: no. <laughs> no. But we're going back into a new film uh, next week. Ooh, so nice. we are going to do VHS 94. Which is coming out? Uh, yeah, it is part four. It was, just uh, it one, two viral, and they're all on Shutter, I think. Okay. Um, and this off. one's coming is a, is coming out on Shutter October sixth. So you guys will be able to watch it if you have that service. <laughs> Sam, want to take us out? No. All right. So thank you everyone for the. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Horror Squad podcast. Don't forget to check us out on our social media. Uh, share this podcast with your favorite person in your life. Don't forget our event that we are hosting at Silver Moon Comics here in Salem, October 16th, doing a signing with the fabulous Damien Maffei, and we are also doing a screening of Haunt. So check it out, and we'll see you next week. Stay spooky. uh... Look out, it's a ghost. Ooh! Ooh! Norman!
0: Can you feel if I
4: pet him? Yeah, I guess. Mm, Mmm, mmm, bubby wubby boom. Uh, that's not his chin.